This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So the guy realized that Jason's not afraid of bullets, right? And the guy just put a gun to my head and goes, make another step. Wow. And I remember I went, Jason! <laughs> Keep still, the man. Keep still. Don't breathe, nigga. Don't, don't breathe. Don't do nothing. Don't, don't even blink. blink. Don't do nothing because he was. You could tell this guy's body people before. You could tell it wasn't a hype thing, right? Because he he was rubbing us and feeling bad. Like man, don't even want to rub you, man, out here, you know? Because but you're just shining out. You're yeah, shining. shining. All right, welcome. This is episode 042 of the TBC podcast. My name is Renee. Michael's currently on tour with Doc Brown. Squeak, squeak. So we have. I'm Trudy Barry. I'm Rebecca Judd. And we have a very special guest. If you'd like to introduce yourself, please. My name is Richard Blackwood. Woo! Woo! Cheese! No frills, boy. We just did it properly. Perfect. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, perfect. So, obviously, today's been a bit of a mad day mm. with what's been happening in the city and stuff. Um, where was you when you heard the news? I was in the city. I was, listen, I was on my way into EastEnders, basically. And um, from where I... Basically, I was doing... Okay, I went Kung Fu. I do Kung Fu three times a week. So from where Kung Fu is, I had to drive through the city to get to work, where normally I just do the M25 and go around the outside of it. So literally, I was trying to get over Westminster Bridge, and the police had put the line, the tape up, and directed everybody over um, Waterloo Bridge. Okay. The next one. So I'm on the bridge. Then I get a phone call saying, where are you? I'm like, I'm in the West End, they go, you know, the terrorist thing's happening. Somebody was in a, um, was it a truck or whatever, ran over a couple of people. Yeah. I think one woman died and they shot him. And I was like, where? And they said, the next bridge to you. So literally, and my bridge was not moving. Mm. So at this time, we don't know if there's going to be any more attacks. Mm. And I'm like, right, I'm on a bridge right now, midway. And all I'm thinking is that I'm just going to hear an explosion. Because people were kind of looking over and stuff. It was a bit crazy. And then the police... Well, kind of trying to get past us and stuff. So for a moment, I was like, wait a minute. And the helicopters. So probably when that person got shot, I was midway across the bridge. Wow. Yeah, I didn't, I, I mean, obviously I play my music in my car. I don't really listen to the radio. Yeah. Hence the reason why I was just driving, thinking what's going on here? And then get a phone call saying you are sitting in the middle of this terrorist attack. That's mad. Yeah, it was real. It was real. For the moment, I ain't gonna lie. Like I'm not afraid of confrontation or death or anything like that. But for the, but being on that bridge, I can be really honest and say that I thought, bro, this could be it because we don't know. Yeah. And to me, the, to hit a bridge makes total sense, if that makes sense. Yeah, of course. And I'm on one of the most popular bridges. I'm like, bro, I'm on the next bridge. We don't know if they've decided to hit 
Yeah. You don't you know. Got no clue at the moment. And you're just time. in the moment. And the thing is, you can't even turn around because you're just in a barricade of cars. And I just thought, we're, right now, all these cars are easy targets. So it, it felt real for a second. Where were you ladies when you heard the news on what happened? I was on my way um, towards Central, actually. Luckily, I only had to go as far as Holborn. But um, people on public transport were freaking out. And... Um, the people on social media especially were freaking out, like not knowing whether the trains would be running, trying to get out of Central. Like obviously a lot of my girls that work in Central wear like high heels to work and they're like um, saying that they're taking off their shoes and running down the street. Not that like, I should laugh, but I understand why, yeah. Yeah, but it's like a mad, it's like a madness because like it ended up not being as big as it could have been. Mm. But that fear in that, in that moment, like you never know what's going to happen. Moving on from today's events, I guess on a positive note um richard what's been happening with you and your career obviously um spanning over what, <clears throat> 20 years 24 now 24 yeah i started when i was 21 i'm 45 in may so you've basically been in the game my whole life my yep. whole that's life my well. <laughs> you could be my Our dad <laughs> I'll be real. your career could be my father <laughs> yeah, yeah really I, I, well you know it's really weird because for a lot of, um, like, I know a lot of the MCs, and right? I know a lot of the comedians, and they kind of call me uncle. Yeah. Right, do you know what I mean? Um, because I guess they've, like, the ones that are from my area, like, Wretch and I, Wretch is only, well, he's younger than me, but not massively. Yeah. But he calls me uncle and stuff. And, you know, there's, I mean, me and him have just been boys from day one, to be fair. But, like, um, it, it's nice because I didn't come into the industry, not a lie, I came into the industry to win. I'm a, I'm I'm probably the most <clears throat> hungry comedian you'll ever meet. I know a lot of them will probably say the same thing, but if you think about that, I've been famous for 24 years. Mm. I I must be hungry of because course. most people, even there are MCs that have not spanned 20 odd years and still here. Do you know what I mean? That's true. Right. So, and I this is even I used to live up the road from here in the Docklands, and I went bankrupt and lost lost my place. Right, and I was bankrupt for I was on my face for 10 years. And still hungry. I went back to the circuit <clears throat> being booed. Was this after that you acquired? Yeah, 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 yeah. I had my own TV show and everything. Yeah. Right. And then um, when I, it's when I did music. And then after that. Yeah, you are them times. Yeah, them times. That was, <laughs> that was 2000. So how old yeah. was you in 2000? Six. There you go. Right. I mean, I had a record <laughs> career when you were six. <laughs> right. But it, it was short lived and it wasn't, it wasn't meant to be anything big. It was more just to see if they could, because they weren't paying attention to hip-hop artists in the way they, the mainstream wasn't. Mm. We always had a hip-hop scene, but the mainstream, after the Cookie Crew and after Moni Love and people like that... Jeez, yeah. That's old school, man. <laughs> See, okay. I've got to say this. I, don't, I find that a lot of artists, British artists, do not name the ones that were around in the 80s and 90s, like hip-hop just started now. Yeah. And it, I ain't gonna lie, it upsets me because you think to yourself, hold on a minute, one thing that the Americans have is they... You know, did you ever see um, when Puff Daddy did Making the Band? Yeah, yeah of yeah. course. And he made them spit every lyric from, you know, uh, um, Biggie's track. Biggie's all, yeah. yeah. They had to know it. Then he said, you better read um, Russell Simmons' book. Yeah. And what he was, and Russell Simmons obviously was the founder of Def Jam, blah, blah. And what he was doing is he was saying, there's one thing being an artist, but you have to understand the industry you're coming into. Mm. So you need to know the beginnings. Definitely. And, you know, when I say to certain rappers... Cookie Crew, Moni Love was the first 
MC from the UK to bus in America. Yeah, of course. I, I, I remember <coughs> seeing her vinyl when I was young, young, young. Like. She, she, was in the, she was in the film Strapped with Bo Keem Woodbine. That was his first film, right? She was in that movie. She played his sister, Word. right? This is in the, she bus in America in the 80s and she toured with the Jungle Brothers and, and Tribe Called Quest when they just started. Yeah. So she was the first. So when I hear people say, yeah, I'm in America, I'm like, Moni Love was the first. Slick Rick as Slick well. Rick, Slick Rick's from my area, Collieswood. Yeah, Wimbledon right. sides, isn't it? The, in actual fact, Colley, he was the first. Yeah, so he was the first from Collieswood near Wimbledon, but Collieswood. This was before I was born as well, man. But this is what I'm <laughs> saying. getting schooled right now. Yeah. Everyone's getting Hip-hop schooled. history. Yeah. No, but that's what I'm saying. Slick Rick is one of the most famous rappers in the world. And, and one of the from, best. And one of the best that all of them the called out. The ruler, yeah. And I was in school when um, the, me- not the Dougie Fresh, the show, okay. when Dougie Fresh came out. And that's the reason why he had his twang, because he was from England. Mm. And he just went to live in America. So yeah. it's like when people don't call these people's names, like Slick Rick, Moni Love, um, Cookie Crew. Rodney um, P. Huh? Rodney P. Rodney Demon Boys, mm. right, from Junction. Or, or Demon Boys from Tottenham, right? Do you know what I mean? Like these are the people that laid the foundation that we now have this scene. But for some reason, I don't know why, they don't call these people's names like the 80s didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> right? mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And it did. You, it's only because we've got social media now that the rappers now have a bigger platform. But back then, imagine what you had to do to be big in America. It was just word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Which means you had to work harder. But, and they did it. Cookie Crew um, did a tune called Born This Way that they shot in New York. Right, do you know what I mean? And them, they was on top of the pops. Smashed it, though. Just killed it, right? But no one... So I'm name-checking them because for me, it just upsets me when I hear that rappers don't do that. But then you're, you're like, what? Black Twang from... As well, yeah. Black Twang, real. I mean, Black Twang was from Peckham. Do you know what I mean? No one name-checks him. It's like, come on, man, Black Twang, he was, he was killing it. But then you've, you've been here from, like, watching it from, like, three eras. Yeah, yeah, true, true. So it's like, for, for the people that are, like, original grime club guys, they're sounding the same as you are about grime. Which is really funny because I'm seeing the argument now. Do you understand? Because I'm seeing So Solid say, well, we were there and then seeing um, Roll Deep and people like yeah. that. So, and obviously I saw them coming through because after I finished kind of doing music, they, their music started to bust, yeah. which was what it was about. It was like wicked that the real MCs, I'm not an MC, the real MCs yeah. are coming through and they're doing their thing. So I remember seeing, um, it was Roll Deep, um, Heartless Crew Heartless Right Heartless come through And all these people And all of a sudden There was this major flux Of urban music Coming through And it was like That's what's supposed to happen Because these guys As you knew They were doing their thing And they were filling out Arenas On pirate on, radio On pirate well, radio yeah. No one knew Right, do you know I mean? The mainstream didn't know until they did the, all these shows like Heartless and all that kind of stuff. So once again, but now they're saying to the new ones, we came. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? So that, when you're saying that, I find myself like in the same talking about myself to Graham to the youngest because it sounds it sounds like oh, but again, you have to educate yourself and you have to educate them. Of course, do you of know course. what I'm saying. So I agree. Like, when you're saying these names, obviously some people might not know who they are. Mm-hmm. I know who they are because like, I research music and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it and stuff, but mm. again, it's just knowledge in it, and it's just like if the knowledge can expand, and people can soak the knowledge up and pay homage. I guess it's the homage paying that's a lot kind of bugging. Do you know what I mean? But because but what it is is that people, the MCs have got to feel that they're not selling out or making themselves feel short by giving homage because it's it's not about like yeah name check those guys and make them feel good. It's about your your foundation in the the music will be strong. Right, because the, because you got to remember the reason why American hip hop is does so well is that they 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 recognize how strong it is as a movement. At every pillar, they go, "Raw, look where we've come to here, and look where we've come to here." 
Like, as I say, I, I'm 44, going on 45. So I was there when hip hop started. I was there when it wasn't around. And I was there when it started. When Cool Herc, who's Jamaican like myself, he came and was doing his break beats and we used to get the audio tapes, right, of his uh, parties and people rapping over them. Well, you used to get the tapes, yeah. What are you talking so, about? Oh, serious. Cool wow. D, when Kumo cool D battled, um, what's the guy's name? Jesus. Kumo <laughs> cool D were, had, was one of the first battle rappers, yeah? Kumo cool D battled, I can't remember the guy's name, but they, he, he, it was early rap. Early, it wasn't that great. But he battled him to become who he was, right, and, you know, the, the, we, I, we used to get the tapes because people would tape them and send them over to us from New York. And then the first person, and I have to name check him, that made hip-hop mainstream to the underground was Tim Westwood. Yeah. Because Tim 100%. Westwood used to have a show late at night in a red room and he would say, okay, these are the latest videos that are playing in America. And he would play audio to... Um, MC Lights Brothers, that's audio too. Um, why, do you know what I mean? Um, Paper Thin by MC Light. I remember seeing that video on Tim Westwood's show. And then he would have rappers like uh, Cool G Rap and people that were early rappers that we knew as his underground, but he was bringing them over. So that's the reason why Tim Westwood has so much love because they know that Tim Westwood, if it wasn't for him, British American rap wouldn't be over here in the way that it is. He was, he was the first. And at a time when the mainstream didn't care about hip hop. They're like, what's that? And he was like, so he was quote unquote, the token white guy that was like, he was the first urban white guy. Before, now everybody's urban because we all live in the same working class environment. But back then, everybody was like, he's begging it. It's like, he's not begging it. He's actually, he loves our music. And he's got, and he's got because he knew he was white and they would listen to him. He's like, let me be the voice of that. And they're going, okay, whatever. And he, all of a sudden he created a, movement here do you know what I mean so I always give up to Tim he was the first even now like he gets everyone on his show yeah because they love him because he mm. he's God to them he's like you know mm. if it weren't for Tim a lot of them wouldn't have a British but he didn't have that thing where they, a lot of rappers were like English rappers where he's like he's not showing love to the English rappers it's only he him. did do that for a while but I think I think I think as well and I think this is where the British rappers have proved themselves is that there was a time when British rap wasn't that great because people rap with American accents but also, hit the product. I, it wasn't their accents because I also understood that they were trying to break through. You've got to remember, British people weren't listening to British rappers. Yeah, it's true. I listen. I went to see Lords of the Underground. This is this is what I'm talking about in terms of the British rap history. Lords of the Underground had a tune called Psycho and uh, Number One Chief Rocker and all that. They, they were big at the time. And I remember, uh, what was the group? Oh my god, one of them now. They, um, this is gonna this is gonna mess me up. But there was a group that were doing their thing and they were bussing on the underground and they had some hard MCs there and they were on first. If they're listening to this, they probably go, Richard, man, you know what we were called? I can't remember the names. So they're rapping and audience is going, get off. Lord of the Underground, get off. And my man who joined the um, Masters, what's it called, Masters of Ceremony? You remember the, the kind of, yeah. um, what were they called? Um, Pie Piper. And, uh, Pie Piper. Do you really like DT and the them? Like, okay, the one with the afro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, I got... R.I.P. Charlie Brown. There, there you go. He was in this group I'm talking about. He probably doesn't even know that I remember this. If he's listening, I'm like, oh my God. He stepped forward and goes, yo, we're from here. Right? What? And I remember being embarrassed because I was one of the people that was going, get off, I want to see Lords of the Underground. And he was like, fix up. He goes, you're supposed to be bigging up your own. They've come over to see, they come over to us, right? And, they, and he shut us down. Right? And literally, we just kind of checked ourselves and went, you know what? 
and then they carried on rapping and a few members like, no, nah, it's true, it's true, blah, blah. Because we felt embarrassed. Yeah. But back then, if you was a British supporting artist for an American group, we in the crowd was telling you to hurry up and come off. That's, so that's how bad... The mentality was. Yeah, British Why do you rap, think that was? Why because do you think- we didn't believe that British rap had a place in rap. This is us as the Brits. That's why I had so much respect. Caveman was another one. They came through there, the number one. Right, that's why I respected London Posse and people like that because they, Rodney will tell you, he's a good friend of mine. He could tell you that at the time when they was doing their music, they had to battle British people going, Archer, yeah. English rappers. They don't even have their hometown supporting yeah, them. Do you know what I mean? And they still was battling through, right? Do you know what I mean? And then, as a, so that's the reason why I wanted to say what I'm saying in terms of these guys because now we've got storms you've got gigs you've got all these people that are doing so well and they deserve to because they, they're very good at what they've done but they've also got a platform that allows them to be who they are you know gigs is allowed to be who he is because the platform was ready for him but gigs maybe 20 years ago he could not have spat that stuff because they'd be they'd be like we don't want to hear you do that do you know what I mean? And it's not because he wasn't good. It's just that there was no arena for it. We didn't want to hear that. And also, we wouldn't have believed it because no one was doing that on yeah. the roads that time. And then spitting about it, it was like, no, nah, everybody was nice. Yeah, <laughs> you know friendly hip hop. Yeah. yeah, Rodney P and them lot were the baddest boys on the road. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. London Posse, they were, they were, when they were spitting gangster stuff, it was kind of alien to us. It's like, right, these guys are really serious. Right? Do you know what I mean? And they were talking a certain thing that everybody's bad now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> everybody in the road is a bad man everybody thinks they're hard so everybody thinks they're a drug dealer right do you know what I mean but when we were younger back in the 90s we were called to say no I'm not bad if I I wouldn't I remember I used to carry a knife and my friend said to me would you stab somebody in cold blood and I didn't know what he meant I was 16 I used to have a butterfly knife and I'm stabbing the bus you know yeah yeah stabbing <laughs> yeah. the back yeah. of the plastic and making the chair feeling like I'm hard like right if you talk to me funny <laughs> That's how it start. Start like, carving off the back of the bus and that yeah. making peels. Trying to intimidate like. people, like some old people, like, yeah, what? Who are you carving doing? in, like, initials. Initials. Yeah. Was it? Was it? W-O-Z. Was it? Can't even spell it properly. Right? <laughs> right? With my butterfly knife. My plastic handles. Not even the real butterfly knife. The plastic handle one. But my bedroom, he saw me doing it and he was bad. Right? And he said, could you stab somebody in cold blood? And I was like, what does that mean? And he said, unprovoked. Nobody ain't done you nothing. You, guy, you don't like his trailer, you just go up and stab him. I said, no. He goes, well, put the knife away. Yeah. He goes, because if you pull that knife on me, I'm going to make sure that you have to use it. Never carried it again. So it was that time where if you wasn't about that life, you could say, I'm not about that life and it was cool. But now everybody... Everyone has to be about that You life. have to. You yeah, have to pretend or pretend that you're about that life. Do you know what I mean? So that's why the arena's open because... You know, when you hear people that are about that life, like gigs are no longer, they're about that life, or they was. So when you hear them spitting it, it makes you feel tough for a moment. Gives you an emotional Yeah, boost, like, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm that way too. And it's yeah. like, you're not. <laughs> you're not like them, right? That's the reason why you like the music, because you want to be like them for three minutes. Right, do you know what I mean? These guys are really about that. Right, do you know what I mean? So, you know, I think it's sad that the street is very much trying to act hard when it's not. Mm. Right, I mean, just be who you are. Just be about the music more. Yeah, yeah, but you know, I can go on some. So, like, you've been around for like 25 years. You've done a lot. I mean, you was on Choice at one point. Mm -hmm. Did you meet Jenny Francis? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You met Jenny. So, did you get gas when you see that she was on Storms' album? Do you know what? Let me tell you something. I've got so much love for Storms because besides him doing it independently, 
besides him being from my ends, right? Because I live in, I'm from, well, originally Brixton and Stratton, but Norbury, and he lives for Heath, but he's moved out now, which is what he's supposed to do, right? Um, but Stormzy, until he moved, Stormzy was, you still see him walking around with his dog that looks like a lion, by the way. He's got a dog <laughs> that is probably as tall as that, that sign. I, like, I was in our local stakeout, which is where everybody goes, right? And I saw him, he had his hoodie on, he's walking through, and I just saw this lion in front of lion. him. And I went, right, is that Stormzy? So everybody, yeah. So I went out to speak to him, and he goes, right, Richard. I said, no, no, no. You come over and leave that lion over there. Because I know if it wants to attack me, there's nothing you can do. Right? And he was laughing about But he's still a person that he's, he carries himself with, a, even the chicken shop, that's in our ends, the chicken shop with him and what's her name? Maya Jamal. Maya, Jamal. yeah. yeah right? that, that, that's our chicken shop in Norbury. So as soon as I saw that, I was like, right, that's the one that everybody goes to when it's late, right? So for me, seeing him still be humble, but being as successful as he is and, and bringing in the guys then, for me, I've just got so much love for him because he hasn't changed even in his come up. Because I mean, Stormzy's right at the roof now. Yeah, he's at the top. He's Pinnacle. at the top, right? Do you know what I mean? But you see Stormzy and Stormzy's still that guy that will have time and act like maybe he's not at the top. I love things like that because it shows me that no matter how successful, because you know what, the industry can change you, but the industry only brings out the demon that's naturally inside you. So if you are a humble person and your demon is just the fact that you're humble, more success will make you more humble. Of course. But you know, if you're a person, you see them, you can, I can say this now and just fit through your Instagram and look at certain people's pictures that are not doing that well, but are trying to pretend they are. Yeah. And just think, it's right, if you really had the money, what would you be like? Yeah. You wouldn't be able to talk to them. Yeah. Because already they're acting like you, you follow them. They're not even following you back. And you go, hold on a minute, you're not even a star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? It was you, man. Oh, I think the Richard back, sending. You know? no, He's sending. No, sending. <laughs> no, no, because they don't know that I notice these things. And I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. But you've been there. You've seen, you've acquired the money. You've seen the success. But, I've, I, I, but I, I'm from a different generation. So like, even on Instagram, let's say, all right, I'm lucky to have how many so many followers. But, 10% of those followers, I also follow back. So let's say I've got 115, I follow 15,000 or whatever, whatever it is. But I do that for a reason, right? Because for me, it's, it's not, yeah, I'm the star and you should be lucky that you're following me kind of thing. I'm also letting them know that I still, if it weren't for you, I couldn't have these I'm numbers. Grateful. Yeah. Right? So when I see people that are not famous, they're just Instagram famous, mm. going on like they got, 10,000 and they're following 47 and they're acting like, to me, it's like, <laughs> you're not famous. Like, behave yourself. But like, you ain't got the answer. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I didn't, they, like, with women that do it, it's like, most of these guys just want to sleep with you. They're not really your fans. They just want to sleep with you. So recognize it for what yeah. it is. Right? Don't get gassed because as soon as they see you start getting a bit fat or you're not cutting it no more, all of a sudden, your numbers are not one. going up. Yeah, you go, putting up the same pictures, yeah. but in, your body don't look the same. It's like, I know it's that picture that we've got the same likes, right? Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, because there's a new girl or there's a new guy with a new swag that's come through. But if you was always humble in your way, right? Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, there, there was a woman that made me a cake in with my face on it for I her. I saw that earlier on, birthday cake. Birthday cake. Yeah. So I reposted it and I also gave her a shout out. And people were saying, oh my God, that's so nice. And it was like, yeah, because I recognise that she probably sent me that thinking he's not even going to see it. Let alone, am I going to repost it? But I reposted it to let her know that, number one, I was always raised to know that 
you, you're successful at a time when you are, and then when you're not, you're not. So if you are successful, don't act like, yeah, me that. Because it's God's time. I'm a very godly person. It's God's time. God has given you that time. You've got your window. But he also wants to see how you act in this time. Because when your star starts to decline, you'll still ride a level of success based on the fact that people like you. So, le- so Do you know le- what I want to take this back to? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, your bankruptcy. Yeah, go ahead. I was watching Loose Women. Big mm. up Loose Women. Hang mm. in. <laughs> loose Women. And um, <laughs> I like that. you was just saying how... When you was bankrupt, no one was hollering you. Oh, my like phone your, was your working. Phone my, phone, was... my phone was dead. It was, but that's the case. Thought it was on silent. But that's the, always been the case. Like, if you yeah. listen through, like, music or any, like, successful person, they always say, as soon as you hit broke, like, you won't... See, you'll see who's there for you. And then when they rebound, they rebound yeah, much stronger. Well, let me go even deeper than that. So, you, you see, you raise that point. I was on Instagram when I... Just after doing Shrek. So, this was um, 2011... To 2013 and I came off of it because my partner at the time didn't want me on it and you know we had, and it was like okay cool so I just deleted it so I was off of it for about maybe two years or so and I didn't miss it it was like yeah it's cool I don't know these people anyway and I've got my circle of friends anyway when I got when EastEnders announced to the papers that I was going to join the show my niece my sister's daughter said uncle you should start an instagram and i was like nah right and she was like no you should because you have something to sell now you're selling you right how old is she she was she's 15 speaking the truth but that's what i'm saying yeah right and i was like do you know what you're absolutely right so she goes she goes uncle let me set it up for you so literally she took my phone she goes it's done and as she did it like so she let's say she set it up but she never gave me the phone back straight away about an hour later she goes she goes i've set it up she goes uncle look how many followers you got and within an hour, I got 600 followers. And then she goes, by tonight, you'll have 1,000. Literally by midnight, I had 1,000. I wasn't on screen yet. Now, let me go back. When I had Instagram uh, prior to, I was on Instagram for two years, and I had 3,300 followers max. It never went higher than that for two years. The night, I had 1,000. Now I've got 100 and whatever, right? But the fact that, and it goes up every time I go on screen. So I sit at home, right, and my face comes on screen. I look at my Instagram, follow, 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 follow. So I also Probably because they're trying to move to you, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) They see you with that little baby and they're like, oh, you've got father skills, you know. Yeah, well, my son's 16. I definitely got father skills. But but think about it this way. So that's the same as you. You, you, Do you drive? No, I don't. Okay, so you're going to be taking your lessons and tests soon. That would be your thing. Right. Okay. Yeah. You're going to do that. <laughs> no, you're going to do that. But any of you drive? Yeah. Right? No. So you remember the amount of friends you got when you told you but you passed your test? Oh, yeah. My work was full, <laughs> you, It's the same. That's the yeah. first taste Sick of well, I'm interested yeah. to know as well. But like you said, when, when you went bankrupt, your phone wasn't ringing. Mm-hmm. When you started becoming more successful again, mm-hmm. how many people then came back? Okay, I'm a funny dude because I one yeah, thing I was about say, and how do you react to that? No, I'm I'm a funny dude because I'm I my energy is very warm and I and I'm um I'm a generous person by nature, but I'm also a very stubborn Taurian, and I'm I was raised by my grandparents. Oh yeah, I'm deep, and I'm <laughs> I'm my granddad's son in the sense that he took no mess. So if you diss me back then. Don't get me wrong, I'll say hello to you, yeah. but you will know, okay, that's as far as it goes, it. the window's up. Because 
I'm like Drake when Drake first came out. He didn't forget. You know, Drake was always spitting <laughs> like, yeah, I, mean, I liked you, you didn't like me. And, you know, where was you and all these tracks he was doing? But I like relate because it's like, that's what I'd be like. But I'm not in your face saying, where was you? Because yeah. I don't need to do that. Like, yeah. That's petty. But I recognise. So when I made the example of my phone, more followers, I don't get gassed and go, rah. I, I go, ah. Oh. So then somebody might message me and go, oh, what are you up to? And I'll be like, you just saw me on TV then. Yeah. Yeah. I'm that person. People are transparent though. Yeah. And they go, oh, no, yeah, funny enough. Yeah. You, even if they're typing, yeah, funny enough. And I'm like, just say what it is. Yeah. Right? Be because I'm not believing that it's like I was on your mind. You just saw me on screen, but I've been in your WhatsApp for a little while. Yeah. But my WhatsApp from you has been cold. And it's like, oh, there's Richard. Hey. Because you now want to say to your friends, yeah, how's it going, Richard? Yeah, it's in my phone yeah. book. Yeah. And then they want to ask dumb questions. What are you up to? And I'm like, filming. Yeah. What do you mean? I, I you don't even know how I am. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And cheeky, W-U-2-T-T. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Like it's 2004 like I'm, or something. Like I'm, like, I'm, <laughs> like I'm 16, like I'm going to go play out. Like, <laughs> what are you up to? I'm filming. What are you doing? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So I'm that person. I'm very much, I'll always have time for people because I was raised that way. But if you've, if you are now, let's say, jumping on board, so to speak, you might think you've jumped on my train. You've just jumped on the platform. My train's already moved. Because I've seen, you can take that, bars. <laughs> lyrics for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the that. caption. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask, um, I remember the first time I like got acquainted with you was on screen with a show called Singled Out. That's right, back in 97 we started that. Yeah, I mm -hmm. was young. Yeah. So I was watching that. Like, obviously, I was thinking, bro, there's like about 500 girls just walking around. You guys the goat. Yeah, like, that was all managed to go yeah, to the yeah. playground. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, as a young black man, mm -hmm. like, how did you transpire to get to where you are from the beginning? Because it's mad that like, you got to think the opportunities back then wasn't the same. The same, and to be black, not to use the color thing, but obviously yeah. you know yeah, to be true. on that's screen yeah. on MTV, which is a channel you have to pay for them time. This yeah, is chip cable. That's right. That's right. That's like, right. <laughs> yeah. To maintain, like, how, how did you do that? Like, what was the? Process? You know what? This is why. This once again. This is where I, I don't want to bring down the tone, but this is why I say I give glory to God because I was meant to, unbeknownst to myself, be that that beacon for the younger generation coming through because what I stood for was that you don't have to go to acting school. You don't need to have a certain look or whatever. If you've got a swag that works and you have the confidence, they will believe in you because you have to remember something. And I'll give it to you in this way. Are you into football? Yeah, slightly. Are you into boxing? I dabble. I dabble. I don't dabble myself, but, uh, uh, but you, 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 <laughs> I dabble what, in watching. What, you dabble in watching, but not deep, right? Yeah. But name me a famous boxer. Anthony Joshua. Why? Because Anthony Joshua is famous that crosses all barriers. Yeah. Okay. So you may not, I'm not into football, but I can say Rio Ferdinand and all these names. Why? Because mm -hmm. they are prolific players that cross all barriers. So with good music, right? It doesn't matter if you're into hip hop or not, or into classical or not, a good tune will cross all barriers, right? A good entertainer will cross all barriers. I've all, like, that's the thing that I was going to bring up. I remember when I was younger, you were always referred to as like the English Will Smith, mm, the mm. English Chris Rock, the English Eddie Murphy. Whereas you kind of, like you had definite elements of all of them, mm. but you spread so much more than that. Yeah, but that, thank you very much for that, by the way. But that's, no, but that's because you have, the mainstream had to find a way to pigeonhole me to, to say, okay, he's like, well, I knew Will Smith at the time. And Will Smith was one of my heroes because I admired that he was a rapper that was able to cross over, get into acting and wasn't good. 
he had to become good. Right. So we saw his tra- if you watch the early Fresh Princes, he was terrible, right? And then he had to learn. And then I remember one scene where he cried when he said, why doesn't my dad want me? And Ooh. I was like, he's learned to act. That's it. Right? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. There you go. Classic right? I'm going to be all right, Uncle Phil. I'm going to be all right. Yeah. <laughs> See, why don't he want me, man? <laughs> I'm going to get myself a big house. <laughs> No, but, but you know why? Because it was a great scene. So it's one that sticks in your head, yeah. right? But that's when Will Smith, for me, became an actor, right? So what I'm saying is, so I, I was a fan and then he became a friend, but I was a fan first because it was like, wow, Will is taking this thing serious. Now, this is the thing about me. I didn't want to be a presenter. I was a stand-up and luckily I was a good stand-up. So, you know, the, the business is like this and you know, Grime Daily, you know, it's about circuit. And you build up your name on a circuit and you go higher and higher. So Grime Daily has now become a very big thing that the rappers need to come through because you guys have made it so that it's like, I'm sure everybody that you know has come through this, these doors, right? You know, but when you were starting out, you had to build your name to the point where they, they want to mess with you. And that's all it is. So I knew that I wanted to be Hollywood. That's all I cared about. But presenting came to me and I was like, I'm going to take it. So MTV, I remember watching... MTV at home and thinking I could do that because I already had the gift of the gab as a stand-up and then um, lo and behold um, a woman called Tulip starts auditioning for a programme called MTV Base before it was a channel one of the directors was Sherwin Beckford that made the channel but he's one of the directors on the show one of the producers and they asked me to audition I auditioned twice the third time they said you got the job and then all of a sudden I'm now my first interview was with Nas the first day I got the wow. job I had to fly to Paris and meet Nas and Nas is high out of his head. I couldn't even talk to him. He's on a chair and he was like this. And his boy, he's right. I mean, his brother, actually. His brother was sitting next to him. Jungle. Jungle. And Jungle was asking the questions. I'm going, yo, man, yo, man. Like, you know, the guy's come from far. But Nas was out of his head. He was gone. And he was doing That's a video amazing. with a rap group called, French rap group called NTM that were quite political, right? And I, <laughs> it's so funny. I remember they were, he was high and he was doing this thing. And then, man, they were rowdied in French. So he, one of the French guys pushed him. And it woke him up because he pushed himself far and nearly went across the building. <laughs> and I remember he came back and he was like, what is But he didn't realise that Europeans were quite aggressive as well. Yeah. Right? And this guy, this guy looked like, a, he was like a pit bull. Right? And literally, and Juggle was like, yo, man. But like, literally, he woke him up like, say, you better, you better fix up because these guys are not playing. Yeah. Right? And I remember standing there going, rah, I'm in Paris. I've never been to Paris before. I'm right here with Nas and they're doing a video and I'm here. What a surreal experience. Oh my God. I've, well, you want me, I'll give you a deep one. Never said this before anywhere. You've seen the film Biggie's film, right? Yeah. Okay. You remember the scene where Faith says to him, you're at the awards, but you're supposed to be in the UK now, mm. right? Okay, pause. Uh, okay. He was meant to come to the UK because I was meant to interview him. What? In Café de Paris for MTV, just me solely. He was meant to come over and do an exclusive interview. He had been on before with Tim Westwood and he did an interview sick with... Sick interview, yeah. With cool, uh, uh, Craig, Craig Mack. Was yeah, there, that was sick. That was Remember sick, that one? Yeah. Okay. But now he's blown up. He, had, he was supposed to fly over the night, the day before, and do an interview with me in Café de Paris on Dean Street, right? <clears throat> the, 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 no, not Café de Paris. The, uh, Yo Sushi, Dean Street. <laughs> Right, <laughs> this is real, this is real, right? I didn't even know Yosushi was that old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well, back in the day, right? So I remember turning up to work mm. and thinking, "Right, I'm gonna meet." Must Biggie. be gassed. Well, let me tell you how it went. This is how real it is. So I get to work. Remember, he's only supposed to fly over to do this interview. So I get to work. I'm in Yosushi and we're waiting. So I sat down. I goes, and everybody was kind of somber. And I was like, "What's wrong?" 
And they said, did you not get the message? There was no social media at the times. Yeah. Right? And they was like, we was trying to call you. I was like, no, no, I was in the car. So I didn't think, you know what I mean? I was in the car getting here. And they said, he's dead. And I went, who? And they went, Biggie. And I said, stop me. I thought they were joking. I said, stop being stupid. That's not even funny. They went, Richard, he's dead. And I was, so I'm sitting there. Remember, he's supposed to come through the doors like maybe in half an hour. Right? <clears throat> and I'm like, stop being stupid. Biggie's here, man. We're going to do... They said, Richard. They had to say it about four times. They said, he's been shot and killed. And I remember I sat there like this. Right? And I was like, oh my God. And they said, and they said, he chose not to get on the flight to go to these awards. And he got shot when he came out of there. I remember I was vexed, going, why did he go to the world? Why, this guy would be alive yeah. now. But forget me. Yeah, this guy yeah. would be, because Biggie was the guy. Years later, I'm watching the Biggie film and Faith says, aren't you supposed to be in the UK? And, and I was like, it was like, a, it was like a name yeah. check. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He was like, he was supposed to, and I remember I said to him, that, he was supposed to, I was supposed to wow. he would be alive now. So yeah, no insane. one knew that, but that's, that's, that's mad. an yeah. exclusive right there. Yeah. It's kind of like, wow. how, how do you, kind of like, how do you, how do you move on from that? It's the N-O, T-O-R-I-O. Okay, so after, I mean, after MTV, you had your own show, right? That, yeah, well, Channel during, 4. I had it whilst I was on. Oh, so you were doing both? Yeah, I was doing both. So, um, who was your favourite guest on, on either, to be honest? I mean, I watched well, your interview with Mel B where she talks about Puff kicking oh, her off Puff the stage. Oh, yeah, yeah. Talk to me, say it here to my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she got you to be Puff or something. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, but me and, me and Mel were close anyway. So Mel, it was... I was friends with a lot of people that came on the shows. Right. Like Wyclef on MTV, Usher, um, both on MTV and on the Richard Blackwell show. And what it was is that one of the... I think one of the most favourites for me, besides Don King, was LL Cool J. Because I had met LL when I went to one of the MTV awards and we had to do an interview. MTV was really abstract. So we did an interview in one of those golf buggies, but in the studio, <laughs> driving around in the back of the studio in, I think this is Sweden or somewhere. And we were just, I was just making him laugh while doing an interview. And it was, it was, it was a real thing. He was like, he just was always hugging me up and going, you're funny, man, blah, blah. And I'm asking <laughs> these questions and blah, blah. And um, so then what happened was he was like, yo man, anytime I come here, I want you to interview me. And I was like, cool, cool. So what happened was he then, about a year or so later, I got the Richard Blackwell show. He was coming over to promote uh, Deep Blue Sea. Remember that film, The Shark oh Film? Oh, yeah. shit. Well, I watch it back now and I'm yeah, yeah. like, I used to get shook at that scene. And Wesley Snipes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not Wesley like Samuel Jackson. Yeah, And the shark just yeah, jumped yeah, out yeah. and he hadn't been swimming yeah, back yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, right? but oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, exactly. That's old. Oh, you need to watch it back like, no, it's now. Bad. All I remember For from real? that scene, yeah, LL Cool G, I'm all right, man. And then he gets caught by the shark and he takes off his chain and yeah, yeah. stabs the eye. That's all I remember from that. That film was deep, though. No, it was because the sharks were broken. Remember, they had intelligence. They could all swim backwards. It's like, fish, you can't swim I have never heard of this film. No, you incredible no but if I feel like if she watches it now she's going to be like this film is so like no oh, I don't days, know so I don't know I think you were still like because the effects are mad now yeah 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 no this. now the but effects think, are dead yeah yeah no it's, moved, it's, like, watching, it's like watching Jaws now like you can just see the yeah. fake like the yeah. fake but Jaws yeah. is still good I watched Jaws the other day and it's still good but here's the thing so he came over to do the promotion for that I'm in the I'm in, basically in the studio getting ready to do my like we're just rehearsing so he walks through and you could tell he just, he just, it was just another interview to him. So he's walking through and he looks at me, goes, yo, I never knew you had your own show. And I goes, this is my show. And he's like, oh, let's do this. So straight, but- You must it, have felt gassed. Oh, yeah. it was great. We became friends as well. But what it was for these rappers and these people coming over was that they had then heard there's this young black guy, because I, was, I wasn't even 30 yet, right? This young black guy, he's got his own show. And Americans, they love that. 
they're like, yeah, he's a go-getter, blah, blah. So Don King, he goes, I heard about your show. And he goes, I heard there was this young black guy and I had to do it, right? So we had everybody come on the show. TQ was my first guest. We were friends, we're right? So, we're we're so, so. No, but he was, he was t- to this day, we're friends. And TQ literally, I said, TQ, I might get my own show. And I goes, but if I get it, would you come on? He goes, he goes, I'm your first guest. He goes, otherwise we're not friends. And literally I phoned him and I said, I got the show. And he goes, on flight, he flew over. And he did my first, and he actually says it on the show. He goes, Richard's my friend. He said he was going to get a show and I'm on the first one. So we- You needed to clip that. Yeah, Play that every yeah, show. Yeah. <laughs> Before it's big, I was his first guest. So it was, it was a, you know what? But getting to your point about being black and coming through at that time, the, the mainstream was ready for the urban situation to come through. They were kind of ready they, because they could see that it was working because it worked with MTV, worked with Singled Out. Mm. And they was going, hold on a minute. Because they were afraid because it's like, rah, a black person, male or female, will white people buy into it, right? Not white people that are urban, like white people that don't look over the fence. And they were looking over and going, but funny is funny. So that's when I realized that actually, once again, if you're good at something, it doesn't matter what color you are, whatever, just be good and people will pay attention, right? Don't use your aesthetics as a deterrent or even the thing that's going to get you there. Just be good, right? Do you know what I mean? Bruce Lee is a name that people knew as a Chinese man, but he was so good that you couldn't deny him, right? Do you know what I mean? These, you, if you think about it, go from rap, to art, yeah, it's to true. anything. They couldn't deny them. Like Jay-Z, that Jay-Z, labels wouldn't sign him and shit. They wouldn't but. sign him. I, I remember, listen, I met Jay-Z once again. Another story. I met Jay-Z. <laughs> uh, back. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I thought you was coughing. No, no, it was good. It was good. I was like, that's Jay. I met Jay-Z when Jay-Z Lally, was... <laughs> It's but, the passions, man. They're insane. No, no, no. When did you hear his gigs? It's another level. Not on the spot. Not on the spot. He's not looking fly this week. It's on me now. Anyway, back, back, to, back, to, back, back, back to Hove. Back yeah. to Hove, yo. No, but I met Hove when he was, well, he was big, but it was still underground big. Mm. And literally, and he was the most nicest guy. We literally, on MTV, I used to kind of freestyle and mess about and blah, blah. So I goes, Jay, I got a freestyle battle with you. And he was like, go ahead. And I was doing these bars and they were all right. It was just trying to ting. And literally, I remember he just went, Jay, Jay, to the, whatever he did, right? And he actually turned around and goes, you won. And I was like, what, what? But what Jay was doing is Jay saying, this is your show. Yeah. You won. Right, do you know what I mean? So he was gassing me up because it's like, wow, how many people can say that they battle Jay-Z? And right? won. And won. But his thing is, you won. So then later on, this is when the club, um, what was the club in the West End on a Wednesday? Funky Buddha or something. No, 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 no. Come no. on, Bernie. Hanover Grand. You is a raver. Hanover Grand. Uh, he's, he's like, like nah, 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 not me, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I was doing schoolwork. <laughs> <laughs> nah. This, uh, this Hanover Grand was the spot where everybody used to go, right? And um, I took him, I told him to go to Hanover Grand. And Jay-Z was not so, fa- he wasn't famous at all. They wouldn't even let him in the VIP, right? And it was like, I was like, Jay-Z. And I was like, who? So then, because I knew the manager, I goes, Jay-Z, man, let him through. And he goes, okay, if you're cool, I'll let him up. That's mad when you got a bus, Jay-Z. Yeah. Jay-Z. Yeah. <laughs> can you imagine? Yeah, can you imagine? I'm at the <laughs> door like, yo. The VIP barriers. <laughs> like, please, can I come in? Jay-Z, Jay-Z was with his boys and it was like, nah, it's too many. I don't know. Who. And I was that like, is hilarious. I was like, yo, this is, but Jay-Z to us was Jay-Z. Yeah. Right? And it was like, they was like, no, nah, we don't know who he is. So literally I then said to the manager, he's with me. And he goes, because I know you. 
So Jay-Z came upstairs. He goes, you got that so weight So you were there? the plug. But well, this is what I'm saying. For he goes, you got that weight? Like I goes, I'm somebody out here. And he was like, so me and him. <laughs> somebody. I was like, Fuck about me. Fuck I am. Know yourself. So me and him standing, we stood together the whole night. And he was like, you know what, bruv? You took care of me, he goes, because they weren't going to let me in. So he goes, I'll never forget that. And I was like, bruv, it's, I just want you to have a good time because you came on my show. And that means a lot to me because maybe the mainstream don't know who you are, but the people know who you are. Yeah. You right? need to tweet him now and be like, remember when I bought you no, in this time? Do you remember, remember this? Yeah. I'm boss you. I don't know if Jay-Z remember now. <laughs> He'll be like, yo, I've been to many clubs and I get in free, so I don't know what. I don't like know the 40, 40. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got my own club. I don't even need to line up anymore. I've got my own one. So, but yeah, these, I've got many stories, many. Mm. But go on, sorry. I feel like we can go on for time though. Like I really yeah. want to know about Shrek. Yeah. Shrek was a good time. You yeah. said that you had to learn how to sing. sing yeah, didn't you right. say sing you absolutely it? hated it? No, no, I don't know. If I <laughs> didn't you say that you absolutely hated it, but also loved it? Yeah, because the you're on stage for two hours in a suit. In a donkey <laughs> suit. Donkey, that. that's all right. <laughs> no, let me tell you something. Sweating. This, sweating is a nice word, right? It's like I, I'm just having a shower. I'm just having a shower in the suit and, I, and in the singing part. So literally you had, the thing Sorry. is, so the mic, no, no, it's madness. So the mic's here. So you know when you get singers go, what? They move the mic away because they, they're not sure if they're going to break, right? But it looks good. Like, oh my God, like this person. But they, they, they're careful. It's like, eh, right? So, but the mic's here, yeah. right? You couldn't you got break. A, you got a hard <laughs> Move your mouth around. <laughs> So like what the madam telephone might right close it's up in your teeth it's right there so I had to do a line where I go just for you right and I had to hear all the way right Look, I just about can hear it now right but to th that day my voice weren't ready right oh. so the mic's there and it's a scene where there's a dragon chasing me yeah so you've got people dressed in black underneath the dragon and they're doing their thing so they're right next to me where you are and I start with stop just for you right and literally the audience and the guy went, ooh. Because <laughs> it was that show. If you didn't get a line right, they would come past and go, right, you messed up that line. Couldn't right. you just like <laughs> out though and be no. like, yeah. No, no. Yeah, just Mariah Carey yeah. it out. There was, there, was no, there was no soul. It was just, yes, for you. And that was just, <laughs> all right. And I had to over sing after that. I'll keep you. I was singing hard because I just wanted to let them know. No, I can sing. I can I sing. can actually sing. Audience just went, no, nah, just talk, man. Just talk. <laughs> I don't know what you did yesterday, but today just keep talking. So it's, it's one of those shows where you couldn't hide and... If I wasn't training, I probably, I was about, I'm 15 stone now. I was probably, went down to like 12 because the suit and then the lights on you. So even when you're standing still, Just you're dripping. sweating and people are looking at you like, wow. oh, yeah. Couldn't they have sorted something out though? Nothing then at like all. Like a little fan you in had a suit donkey or something. No, no, you had a cat suit, which made you sweat. Then you had the, the outfit that was made out of leather. You're, you're like a gimp, innit, then, really? <laughs> like I was in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> it, got, mad. it got real. You don't want to sing, you don't want to do nothing, you don't want to run. I always feel like though, after shows, it must feel like the end of your concert. So I'd want to turn up. Did you turn up? No, you want to go sleep. You don't want to. Oh. <laughs> because, because you got- Popping you, bottles like, don't yeah. <laughs> no, Because you got two shows a day. Right? Oh, so you, by the time you want to celebrate, it's like, yeah, you better get your ass on stage And you and did celebrate. that for two years? Two years, yeah. Wow, that's, that's hectic. But you see, here's the thing. Because I didn't want to be a presenter. I always wanted to be an actor. So I was finding my route into acting. So I started, when I went bankrupt, Wait, I started sorry. doing... Before you went bankrupt, was this before um, Mama used to say or after? No, this is before, Mama used to say, 
I went bankrupt after Mummy used to say. Yeah. Right. So Mummy used to say was two thousand, and I went bankrupt two thousand and three. So, so was the music was just for you to get into acting as well? That was no. Like, okay. So when I was doing presenting. Yeah, I want to have yeah, a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 I've done a lot. Like, okay, yeah. so so basically, I got on TV from ninety five with the Real McCoy. Oh shit! Like, like, yeah, <laughs> my G. Oh shit! Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh shit! People don't know. Yeah, ninety five is when oh, I did my first TV appearance, and that was Real McCoy. Even more respect. That was gold. You understand? That was gold on TV. Yeah, yeah. Now I remember that. He's like, hey, hey, Real McCoy. Yeah, nah, I remember that. I remember, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that Yo. was that was back. In, okay, so 95, how old was you? You wasn't born, right? I was one. I was out here still. Yeah. I was, <laughs> look at all them titties. No, <laughs> one years old. Like, what, say something. Right? But this is what I'm trying to say. Right? So when you was one, I was my first TV appearance. Then I did Blouse and Skirt, which was another Blouse. show. Skirt. Yo. Right? These are all the shows that were there for us to come through, like the ladders. And then I got MTV. Um, two years later, no, I got Club Class, which was a stand-up show um, back in 1996. It was the first show, uh, flagship show for Channel 5 when it just started. Wait, was that when you were in the club and you were talking to bare people and that? Yeah. I remember that shit still. Ren, sorry, but how, how old, old are you? you? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, every single guest we've had on, he knows everything about everyone. I'm like, are you like 60? Nah, <laughs> nah, nah, I'm still in research. I'm, I'm still young. Nah, not, not even research, but like I was... I was, he knows I was, everything. Yeah, yeah. I was like eight, nine them times. So yeah, like, I'm yeah, watching, he knows, he I'm knows. watching TV and that, like, and like, obviously I had the chip cable in it. So like, man was getting MTV, like, yeah, all of that, all of that. So I remember yeah. there's no black people on TV at that time. So yeah, right. There was no, there was no black. I was kind of Lenny Henry was one of the first, and I was the second. That's real, right? Spirit, do you know what I mean, so I was the second black person to have his own TV show after Ian Wright. Right, because Ian Wright was a footballer. Yeah. But in terms of somebody coming from the circuit, I was I was a second in history. Remember that club show, man? Wow. Yeah. wow. Right. This is, well, a second because I had mine in 1996. And then I had the Richard Blackwell show in 1998, 99, 2000. Um, but what it was, so when I did the music, <clears throat> the only I was freestyling on MTV, messing around with different guests. So the record labels were like, we want to sign him. Not you. Yeah. Just from freestyling, yeah? Yeah, but because it's free advertising. Yeah. So it oh, didn't yeah, matter if they will. thought I could rap or not. If he does a song, we it's don't need to pay song. MTV to get it played. MTV will play it because he's with MTV. Yeah. That's why my song went number three because it was yeah, like... it went well. It's done well. Yeah, because awesome. MTV... I mean, I directed the video and I was very much... Because I was always in terms of art and I knew what I wanted the video to be, right? But I always said, like, I remember... Uh, what was it? Is it Hip Hop Weekly, the English one? There was a there was a hip hop UK or something like that. There was a, hip- but they 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 were gutting me. Listen, I had a hard time. Rodney P was one of the Rodney P and um oh I can't remember the other guy's name. He's gonna bug me. But there was only a few rappers that were showing love because they knew what I was doing it for. Yeah. Other rappers was like, right, he's trying to steal our and I. But I said, but bruv, you know I'm not trying to be a rapper. I'm trying to let them pay attention to the scene so that you guys can really do this because this is your forte it's not me so all I'm doing is you're like the doorway to the white people thank you so I actually used to do interviews and say you think I'm good you need to see that person yeah right so that these people could come through and it's like all right, Richard you've done your time but look who's here now that was all I did it for right do you know what I mean but you know I remember Rodney P I saw him out and he was like bruv we know what you're trying to do. The older heads know what you're trying to mm. do, but it's just the youngers, they don't get it because they're young. Right? Do you know what I mean? So I remember the hip hop magazine came up to me. <laughs> they brought 
an MC to battle me. I never forget he's standing against the door like he was ready for a fight. (laughs) 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 And it started because one of the guys, he had a column at the end of the uh, magazine and he just dissed me for a whole paragraph. Like this, this, this. And I was like, and I thought, okay, he he doesn't know what I'm like. Right, in a sense of in real life, like you can't, say those things about me because I'm a comedian you can diss me in comedy my man's not a dickhead <laughs> I'm not a dickhead yeah. so you can't say those things to me and it's just going to be okay right do you know what I mean but I understand because I make people laugh people can assume but yeah you, the funny guy's a dickhead but it's not that I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm really not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that <laughs> it's really not I'm, please believe right? do you know what I mean I've been doing martial arts since I was 13 and I'm, I'm I, I can fight right do you know what I mean I'm not going to pull a knife on you but you will get papped up real quick <laughs> <laughs> fuck your shit up <laughs> you just went like, <laughs> Arm out your socket, something will happen. <laughs> it won't be a traditional like. I just punch. Like when man says to me, "I'll punch in your face," I say, "Do you know how far it is from your hand to my face? A lot could happen to you from that journey. It's not just going to go that way. Where you're just going to pop. You might you might start swinging, and it's like right, broke his head, bro. It's not that. So when he said that, I remember reading the piece, and I was boiling up, and I goes, "No, I need to see him." So then they they said, "Yeah, they want to interview me," and I said, "What the guy?" I said, "Please." Right, bring so him come. Yeah, <laughs> so I sat in the room and I was just looking at him, and then he's sort of going, "Yeah, no, what it was." And I goes, "Okay, you need to understand something. If this was maybe in a few weeks ago, I said I would have punched you in your face." Well, I said, "I'm not that guy." I said, "I can take a dissing. Like, if you're gonna cuss me and blah blah, I'm a comedian. But if you go personal, and then I see you, I expect you to look me in my face and go, "What? Say something." So I can just fly over and do what I'm going to do. <laughs> but don't act like you never said it and know, know what it was. But then we got to a real conversation. It was nice because he was saying, look, you know, we just don't know what you're doing. And I goes, okay, let's, let's go deeper. I said, let's go about rap music. I said, test me on anything. I said, and I will test you. Right? So then when, obviously, I, you know my beginnings. So when I was telling him about certain music, he was looking at, well, what you know about these tunes? I said, what do you know? about these tunes. I said, I was there, right? So, and then I explained what I was doing. I said, all I'm trying to do is open the door. I'm not a rapper. I don't care about me being a star because I'm already, a star. I've got my own show. I said, I don't care about that. But I said, but I was raised that there's enough cake for everybody. Mm. So if the light's on you, just like Graham Daly, you bring people through, right? Do you know what I mean? You're not trying to go, yeah, guess what? We are the big people and you just got, you're going, listen, I can see you got something. Let me bring you through. Because if you bust, that's wicked on us as well. That's all it was. So I said, I was just trying to be that vehicle. Give the olive branch. To Give the yeah. olive branch because there's not a movement here. So at, especially at that time. So that's all I was trying to be. And then he was like, and I goes, and you brought your boy <laughs> to spit with me. I said, who's probably a seasoned rapper. I said, you're, you're an idiot. What are you like, raw? guess what? Man's going up there to battle Richard Blackwood. I said, you're, I'm surprised your friends never said, just sit at home. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, he's, you really, even if you win, you're going to come and go, raw, man, defeating Richard Blackwood. Like, of course you did. Now, if we're talking about comedy, <laughs> yeah. then you will get tore up. But that, that's the worst thing to do is piss off a comedian. A comedian, because yeah. I'm just going to rip you, but it's rapping. Look at his crepes. You know, I always feel shook. This is why I never go to a comedy show and sit front row. I'll get ripped into. I'll go red and go toilet no no but no but i think people that sit in the front they 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 know what's gonna happen yeah Yeah. you want it you want me to walk in don't walk in while the comedian's on the stage all of a sudden i'm just going to the front it's like you're cheeky you never even sat down before i got here i've got to rip you now just on the fact that everybody saw you but i'm i'm personally not that comedian i would only rip you if you say something to me then please believe that's how i started stand-up as a a person who used to cuss 
So now you've walked into my world. So it's like, oh, I've got, I've got to now. I'm sorry. And I'll just keep going. You won't like me for a while, but you brought it on yourself. But Has anyone tried to fight you? Like, has anyone got up in a minute? Like, yo. <laughs> they kind of... You've had a couple of people go around. Like, they, what it is, is they give you the, 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 the face. Like, man, serious. What is that this turning? Man's like, front yeah, row yeah, serious. Yeah. So you're paying to see me. And, ah, like, giving it the growl. And I'm like, bro, that doesn't, doesn't scare me. I don't know what that is. <laughs> like, you need to behave yourself with that. Because, as I say, the worst thing in the world is for you. I'm not saying I can fight everybody. Obviously, I can lose a fight. That's not a problem. But you can't lose a fight with me. Because I'm a comedian. That's embarrassing. Yeah. You can't say, did, you get, did Richard Black will beat you up? <laughs> it's embarrassing to say that Richard Black will beat you up. Even I know that, because it's like, hey, what, the guy that plays Vincent in the EastEnders, he beat you up, right? Do you know what I mean? But I have nothing to lose because you already think I've lost. Mm. And I do, I martial art, I do, like the style I do is MD Kung Fu. If you Google that, you will see that it's not a joke. This is what I do three times a week. Your, the fight will not go the way you expected it to go. You're fucked. <laughs> it will not go the way, it will not, if you just come in total, if you're a boxer, you will have a chance. Still not, may not necessarily win, but you'll have a chance. But if you're just coming up to me swinging, you know what I mean? Like, and, well, and them EastEnders vibes, yeah. Yeah, no just, just well, swing, yeah. yeah. Come on, if you're talking, talking too much, like, ah, by the time you go, why are you Because I'm not waiting for you to <laughs> do what you got to do. That sound effect. <laughs> yeah. That's bones popping out, yeah. man. <laughs> right. That's all you're going to hear. But, and you can't, so, but I'm in saying that though, it's more love. I think it's oh, no. more... He's just said he's going to pop your arm like no. your no. He's going to no. murky front row, but no. it's love. No, I'm, no, but I'm saying, no, but I'm saying, I'm saying like, it's more love that I get. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm older. I'm not, I ain't got nothing to prove. Do you know what I mean? And it's it's more the youngers I feel sorry for. Like the young, famous people that are coming through, especially MCs. It's like they just get attacked all the time. Right? Do you know what I mean? And I feel it for them because all they're trying to do is just create a lane for themselves and do well. But I find that MCs, they're the ones that get it the worst. It's like people just want to... YouTube, kill them. Yeah, I, f I feel sorry for them because they. I, I think, come on guys, let these guys just do what they're doing because they are good at what they do. They're, they're artists. And even if they are spitting things that sound like, right, oh, they're sounding like they're serious. It's like, well, it's just entertainment. You're not supposed to approach a man and like, right, oh, man, we really do this thing, you know? Like, the two worlds are not supposed to meet. If you're on road, just stay on road. But <laughs> I mean, don't approach this guy that's rapping, saying, what are you begging it for? He's like, he's just selling a, selling a product. Right, do you know what I mean? You're not supposed to really step to him on some. yeah, I put it on him. It's like, he's supposed to back down. It's like, come on, bruv, like this, I'm a rapper. Right, so I just, I don't know. Sometimes I think that the two, I don't know why they, mm. anyway. Sure. I feel like you've took a, a lot of risks as well because mm -hmm. you've had so many different paths like presenting stand-up com comedy and stuff. Did you find it hard? Because it is a big risk to put one thing aside and start something completely <coughs> new. Yeah, it is. But um, I'm a person, I believe that you, 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 sh you have to, we're in the world of entertainment, which means that you guys have got this major platform now. Somebody's coming for you. That's standard. For your spot, yeah. They're coming for your spot because you've got a major platform, right? Do you know what I mean? And so what you need to do is make sure that you're always shit hot, but also know that you have to keep recreating yourself every few years so that when a person catches up, like, oh my God, they've, they've changed direction, yeah. right? Because if you keep, if you stay stagnant and just believe this is good, somebody will come and overtake you, right? So for me... I always know when to jump ship. Now I'm in a forte, which is acting that you can do for years. 
you can act until you're We're 100. We're going to see you like Dot. It's going to be 90. That's what I'm saying. 90. Yeah. She said 90. <laughs> <laughs> Take it back to the 90s. No, if somebody said 90, like, like, you don't even feel old. <laughs> That's a nice way to say it. <laughs> no, but Dot is an absolute ledge. Like t- t- taking it to yeah. like EastEnders. Woo. Who? Yeah, I thought you know what Trudy's gonna be gas because she watches it. Like okay, I'm, okay. I'm okay. Who was you most gas for character-wise to meet? Um, Steve McFadden. Yeah, Phil. Big up Phil. Uncle Phil. Big yeah. up man yeah, like Phil. Grant Shirley. No, Grant. No. <laughs> Oh, and Grant, even though I didn't do scenes with him, but I met him there and we became friends and stuff. But because only because they they, they don't play around. They're, they're acting this... Like, people don't really give him the credit he deserves as to how good he is. Because think about it. he's on the 20 stretch there already. Like, yeah, come on. Listen, Phil Mitchell's a gangster. But that's the thing. He does it so well that you think he's really a gangster. He's an actor. Yeah. But you, he does it so well. That I was really yeah. about yeah, his life. Like, as an actor, I remember that. Like, <laughs> when I was younger, I used to watch he said. Oh, I hate this guy. I hate this guy. Yeah. I think it was who was it in EastEnders? Martin Fowler, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I hate this. <laughs> and my boy's like, you know, just an actor, innit? Like, yeah, you know, it's not yeah. real, innit? Like, you know, it's a character, but like, I'm so into the so, soul. Yeah, he played it so well. Yeah. That I feel he's a real person. Yeah. Like. The, the, the girls that bully um, Laurie's Bex. character, yeah, Bex, right? I always call them by the real names, but the people that bully her, the two, the black girl, the white girl, yeah. right? Um, not Tilly, not the girl with the blonde hair, not the one that's. Um, Louise. Yeah, not Louise, not Tilly. Even though she's the, she plays the character well, but I love I love Tilly. She's like a little sister. But I know those two when they joined. But yet, when I watch them on EastEnders, I go to work and it's like I want to grab yeah. them and say, "What's wrong with you?" Why you? Yeah. But, but they do it well, right? Do you know what I mean? So you you hate them and you want to see them get a comeuppance. But these are people that I give advice to off camera and go, keep doing what you're doing. But it's because I hadn't seen what they was doing on screen. And when I saw it, I was like, I don't even like them. But it's because they're so good. Right, do you know what I mean? Tilly, as I said, Tilly is, she's a different gear. Tilly's faced in real life, but she's got a charm with it. Right, do you know what I mean? And Tilly will bust joke with you all day long, blah, blah. So when Tilly plays the, the character that's a bit, you know, she'll take, like, the moody one, she does it so well, but I mean, she's about 21. She's, she's, she's grown, yeah. but she's just so good at what she does. I mean, everybody there is phenomenal what they do, and they, and they jump into character so quick. They can jump into emotion so quick. So sometimes like- It must like, be quite rigorous. It must almost be like on the West End because you're there every day. Monday to Saturday, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, you're not, you may not be there every day. Like your, your basically your work schedule is Monday to Saturday. But your character but, might not be in- Yeah, so you, they might Vince say- Vince has been in, quiet recently, I can't lie. No, he has, he has. It's, you know what it is? What with EastEnders is that they, especially when you're bringing in new characters- they need to give that character the time so that the audience... Yeah, yeah. it's all about the teenagers right now, isn't it? Yeah, and that, so, that, so you've got to think about it. There are only so many families. So they ha- sometimes the storyline is to do with maybe one family and then the other families are not so apparent in the show because it's about... So, you know, but people... <laughs> I'll tell you what's funny. Especially my own people. Black people fired me from the show before I'm even left. So I'm like, oh, well, you, you sure you're in EastEnders? But I ain't seen you. What, you got a P45 there? What, you still need? Yeah. I'm like, bro, yeah, I just, this is where I've just come from. Bro, I know it's only because man ain't seen you. <laughs> but they've already fired you. I'm like, no, nah, bro, I'm still <laughs> No, I thought man left in it. I'm still in it. You a freelance contract or something. Yeah, you <laughs> were there for a year in it. No, this is my third year. Bro, all right, serious, man ain't seen you. Right? Have you been watching it? No, I know, but I'm just saying. Right? <laughs> 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 I expect to see you there with the time. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
wants to fire you quick. I'm telling you something. The amount of people that fired me from the show, my own people are going, oh, you still, rah, you still, oh, rah. And you go, rah, bruv, leave me alone. But, <laughs> I'm, still there, I'm still there, right? But yeah, but it's, it, you, you can't take it personal because you know that then you get a big storyline yeah. and you're there every yeah. day. You, you've right. had a few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you I buried ma- your mum in the basement. Yeah, yeah. She got she out She wasn't though. dead though. She, she, no, got, she out. got out. She was tough. Dug her way out. Dug her way out. Dug her way out of the basement. Out of concrete. You yeah, know how I serious mean, you that is? Yeah, I mean, you crushed fat boy. I mean, I... I no, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, yeah, wait. Oh, you oh, know. Oh, 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 no. Let's talk about it. It's going to start Kung Fu. Let's talk about it. I actually tried to save him. Yeah, but it was too late. So you had to finish the job. Yeah, what no, was the storyline with that? Because I heard about the storyline. <laughs> no. I heard he was involved. I heard he got some crud. No, he, he, he was in the boot of the car. Yeah. Yeah, but then you open it and you're like... Oh. Yeah, I know. He was... But yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah. I remember that yeah. scene. I, saw, I didn't watch... East, I started watching EastEnders. Last time I watched EastEnders, I was saying to Trudy, was learning, like... Was the name Johnny Allen and yeah, Johnny Allen. Like and Phil, wow. yeah. that was actually a million years ago. Yeah, Phil and Grant, and that was having a shootout. That was the last time I proper paid attention to it. Yeah. Wow, that's before but, you got five years for a gun. Yeah, <laughs> before that, that's what but, you knew. Yeah, that fat boy scene, man, that was sad because no, you and him, you and him had built up a bit of a relationship. You locked him in a cupboard. Me and him in real life are good friends. Yeah, me and him in real life are good friends as yeah. well. So yeah, Ricky, it was it was a tough one, but um, did you find it hard acting it, doing it? Yeah, was yeah. It? Yeah, and, but also it was. I mean, obviously you, you, there was no one in it. There's just a camera looking up at you. But oh, it was, what? Yeah, yeah. Right, but it's it's it was. It was <laughs> you ruined it. What, I thought like, you actually crushed him. <laughs> no, no, no. He's really alive. <laughs> he's out <laughs> here in these streets. He's in London. You're saying. <laughs> but it was more. But playing, you see, doing the emotions is quite tough because it was late at night. It was about two a.m. and it was the last scene of the night, and literally, and it was cold. And I remember I had to open this thing, and then. Christmas, yeah, and I had to sit there and hold his chain and cry and stuff, and it was tough because you, you, he's not really there. So I've got to now think of something to make me want to cry. And, and I tell you something that's really hard, especially for strong men, it's hard for us to cry because we're so busy being strong in situations, you know what we're like, like we could be outnumbered by a group of guys and we still act like, what? Yeah, fuck that. it, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But we're, we're scared. <laughs> like, we're, step forward, didn't it? No, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to bluff in here. Man's about this life. <laughs> Hoping that they'll go, right, Larry. <laughs> and you get a beating. But it's, it, and women too. Women, it's a different time now where it's like, you have to act much harder than what you really yeah, are. Instead of just playing it cool. Playing and just... cool. Yeah, right. everyone wants to yeah, like, prove a point. Yeah, like girls are putting up on their Instagram, no feelings, I have no feelings. Like, of course you do, right? <laughs> Get yourself. <laughs> you got feelings. If you went and looked for that post, you got feelings. <laughs> you got in that way. You went and looked for that. Right? I'm <laughs> laughing. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I know I'm feeling a bit. I'm like, definitely haven't done yeah, that before. I'm pulling on, my, pulling on my collar right now. Like, <laughs> shit, I think I've actually put no feelings <laughs> as a caption before. I think I've actually put that exactly. No feelings. <laughs> or like, trying to, no trying to make me son. feel a way. Because you've got to get the Drake lyric in there as well. And you want people to go, feel no like, ways. Oh. But people Are you alright? That's right. That's right. You cool? Are you cool? Talk to me. Yeah, I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed, yeah. man. I'm blessed. Yeah. Nah, no, don't want to talk about it on nah, social media. On yeah. Don't want to talk about it. Just letting the ops know. WhatsApp is just a black screen. You know. Yeah. <laughs> don't <laughs> inbox me. You know you, you pissed know. off a girl when her WhatsApp picture disappears black, as well. It's just black. Yeah. Yeah. There's no picture. Yeah. 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 You worried if you deleted or not? You're checking to see if it goes through. Yeah. You're checking to see if it gets delivered or not. Because then you know whether you've been blocked. Yeah. Then you're trying to text us and that if it goes blue. Ah, you just blocked. <laughs> <the> time, <boy>. <laughs> <laughs> no, if, I, if a woman's face just goes like, I wouldn't even try. 
I think like no, either there's something wrong with her or it's me, but I ain't even, I'm too proud. It's you done. You get back to me it's when you done get back by to that me. point. Yeah, no, I'm. Mm-mm. Do you no. know what I think is mad, yeah? When you deep it and you see an, an actor aging and you think, raw, like this is real life. Yeah. Do you get me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I'll see, I'll start, I swear Abby was tiny like 10 minutes ago, uh, and what? now she's a big, big woman in a blouse. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Where, where <laughs> she's had like pregnancy scandals and everything, blood. Like, I, I don't understand. <laughs> like, for real, I see a glimpse over there, I was like, no, she's it's looking real. like yeah. a teacher. No, no the maddest one is Stacey, because Stacey Man. come into it as like a runaway teenager, and now she's like married Stacey, with yeah, bare kids. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And ben, I think it's crazy because that's Ben. But Ben's had like four different actors. Yeah, but you see, I've been there from when Ben was like born, you feel what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, when kid went to prison yeah, and yeah. come out and then he turned, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a big man. Yeah, he's no, a he's, a, he's a big man. Yeah. But, no, but EastEnders is that vehicle because yeah. you got to remember, they, they, you, that's why people love it so much because you join with whomever you start following and you literally watch them grow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can like, say because like when I was a teenager, like I fell off and I didn't watch it anymore. But when I was a kid, my parents watched it and mm. now I'm an adult and I watch it. So there are, there are characters in that show that I have known my entire life. Exactly, and so and, different and, that way, yeah. Yeah, it's true though. When you see, when, you see when I see Carol, I think I saw Carol come back. Like, yeah, Carol's back, in it yeah? for it. No, she's gone again. But, but she, she was, was back, back for a bit. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I was like, yo, I saw she married to Alan and yo, yeah, Bianca and all of that. Yeah, and the first interracial relationship. Yolandi was in it again the other day as well. Yolandi came back for just one episode, and I was like, no way, one episode. Yolandi, yeah, they went up to Birmingham. Yeah, it was a whole thing. Even Paul, when Paul got killed and that, and the doctors and the brothers and that, I was, oh yeah, listen, and Mel, Melody used to be. Of a Fine. Band, like she was yeah, in the yeah. van or something with Paul when Paul yeah, died. jumped in a cab and jumped yeah. in a cab. That's it. Yeah, Paul. My Andy God. was gonna mur- Andy had to do something for Andy and that. That's, and right. that's when EastEnders was like proper G, like gangster Steve yeah. Owen times and that. Yeah, like, yeah. No, it, 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 you know Steve it goes, Owen, it goes you know, through with the exploding cycles. Car. Listen, I used to <laughs> EastEnders. Yeah, I remember it used to be two days a week before it used to be Tuesday and Thursday. That's right. That then it comes back to Monday. Then yeah. it come on the Monday one, eight o'clock. You're set for life. Yeah. Now it's, <laughs> and then it's, it's, I remember it's when the Friday started. Yeah. yeah. I remember when the Friday started. Yeah, and that's but you think about it. That's how long it's been. So now I've come in where it's Monday all the way to Friday, bar Wednesday. Yeah. So that's why you're in like Monday to Six Saturday filming because you got you got five episodes to shoot. Yeah. Right, what was know? it like going in? Because obviously, like the Denise Kim Patrick dynamic has been going for a while. Yes. And like your character, there was a lot of like resistance to your character that's from right. their characters. Yeah. But you've kind of been accepted now. Mm-hmm. Like, were they are they that tight in real life as well? Yeah, we're all yeah they are. Like like because what happens is like the, the family. If you get assigned to let's say to a family, you naturally you work in. 24-7 with each other so you just grow it's like you guys being in here you grow a natural bond alright you know and then somebody new comes in why <laughs> that bond man he's up GRM family he's up like King Kong where yeah, you yeah. Like, I thought something was wrong she had heartburn or something man and you, Bernie's you know like to me yeah yeah family like you got two hearts you're like you got, she got two hearts it's good oh, like, two got hearts and no feelings that's what they all no feelings. <laughs> you know you're cold when you're too hard. No space for feelings. Too She's a beast, man. You don't want to play with that. Like, bro, no, you don't. Don't ever talk to her because she has no feelings. She got two she hearts. Got two hearts, though. though. So try and work on one at least. But I'm just telling you, it's not going to work out for you. I'm just telling you that, right? But yeah, but, no, but I'm just saying, right? So with um, so when I came in, to be fair, I knew Tamika from before. Right. Um, because she used to do stand up and stuff, so I knew from the second. Oh, really? Yeah, they're funny guys on EastEnders. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. Like, Tamika, Kim is a jokes character. Tamika's you know. funny in real life, though. 
Don't play with her. When she when she's on set and she does some stuff, normally it's like maybe the second or third take that we can stop laughing. But the first yeah. one, forget it. Who's is that? Is that the, is that the black? That's girl? Kim. Yeah, that plays my my wife in it. What Kim Kim? Denise's sister. The mad oh, one. The one who's yeah yeah, yeah she's a G yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she don't play around yeah, yeah don't yeah, play yeah. with her right when she's when her face is set up yeah yeah, no, yeah, yeah I know you're talking but about but she's she's so funny in real life that literally. Even though they write it for her, she would ad lib something because she's that she's just that good, and we are crying, right? And they go, "Okay, we're gonna shoot it." Again. So by the time we shoot it again, we've kind of heard it, but yeah. she might just change it up a little bit. So now I'm trying to because my face, I want to bust up, but it's hard for me because as a comedian, I then want to come with something, but I can't. My character's Think a bit more straight. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, yeah. that's what we do. Your character's right. kind of the straight man the straight to her man. craziness. Yeah, exactly. So I let her do crazy. And then my, dy- my dynamic comes from being a straight guy. That Is that as soon as they yell cut, you're just like, you just start hitting her with all these comebacks. No, we're, <laughs> we're just laughing. Sometimes, no, because we, we get each other. Like sometimes maybe her character has to say to me, shh, and I'm not, like, there's nothing on the script for me to say something back. Right? So I go, and then as soon as cut, I go, you know, in real life. But then there's times where I go to a woman, right? And then it cuts and she look at me going, if I could just, I'm like, hey, it's not, it's not, you know, it says Mike Vincent and then it says cut to another scene. You need to shut up. <laughs> so we have, but we have that banter because we know that one of us is going to get it at some point. Yeah. But people don't realise who's really funny and that's uh, Diane that plays Denise. Yeah. Oh Denise. my gosh. Denise, and when it comes to man. music, you have her on this show and talk about music. Don't play with her. I call her. I call her Jedi. I would love that. I call her Jedi. Don't she does not her. play. Don't play with it. She will come with some tunes that you go. How do you know about that? Deep, you know, like name that tune where you might sing maybe at the first bar. Yeah. yeah, she'll tell you what it's called. Boom. She like literally. She knows everything. She's a G when it comes to music. So what's the food like on set? Like you live in like gourmet food? Or no, I can it imagine like... it's like jacket potatoes. Yeah. Bow! Hire me! Don't get wrong, you get some nice cuisine. You get some nice cuisine and then someday you go, uh, you know, like school I feel like it'd be like a bit of fish and chips. <laughs> no, no, nah. no, no, no. You can get, some days you can. Fridays, right. Fridays. Fridays. Yeah. Right, that's the same for everybody. You know when your mum doesn't cook? Fish Friday. Fish on a Friday. Liver. Like, no, mum, I want, can I have fish and chips? Go on and get liver. Go on and get liver. <laughs> <laughs> right. But no, you get fish and chips there, but it's, it's it's literally like school dinners. One day you go, oh my God, you got apple crumble and whatever. And then one day you go, what is that? <laughs> can you, you just go, leave set? Go, 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 yeah, 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 let me go get yeah, 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 no, that. Some go, bland chicken leg. Yeah. Yeah. No, the chicken tastes nice. Don't Because you got you got some chefs. Up in there, right? Do you know what I mean? So as I say, sometimes when they do the chicken, you, you go in on the chicken. But as I say, sometimes they go, you know what? Let me do a little cuisine, something different. And you, when you, you know when you have to ask what it is? When you can see it and you go, what is it? And it still don't identify. Even when they tell you, you go, what? You go, yeah, I'm all right. Yeah. Okay. yeah if I can't identify <laughs> yeah, what I, that is. I'll have like to that <laughs> like, That's water, right? If that, you look at that and it's like, what color is that? What is that? And they sell you, you go, right, that, really? You, and you still don't want it? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it's like sometimes. You see the props, yeah? Like, you know, like the beer and stuff that they put. Is there, like, actually beer coming out of there? Is there pumps? Yeah, and stuff, like, yeah, stuff coming out. imagination running. No, nah, because yeah. it's like... I'm, I'm, no, this is all the stuff that I want to... You see the fruit on the vegetable? Is it real? <laughs> no, it's most That's most a good of question, it, it's, you know? It's, it's real. No, it's, on a level, yeah. is it real? No, it's real. It's so real. when they're cooking in the cafe and that, and then they're, like, they're making actual food and that, like... No, it's food already made, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's... One thing about EastEnders, I give it to them, they make it as real life as possible. Even the train, when the train's going past back in the day I remember I used to look on the map like where's Wolf in that yeah, yeah, yeah. Wolf doesn't exist <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. obviously I, actually, yeah. I thought it did yeah as, as right. a youngster as a yeah. Yeah. so that's a, that's a CGI yeah yeah. Right, do you know what I mean but the, the, the bridge is there yeah 
but they, they keep it alive do you know what I mean so you uh, it, you are in a small town like when you're there on set it's it's a real buildings it's it's real yeah right you know what I mean so you're really there's real shops it's really it's really there does anyone act up like a deaverish like I'm not doing this today or I'm not reading this line nah nah no one's like that because what it is is that when you're on set when you come to work like I say we're all a family so we know the aim is to get through the scene. Make it as good as possible, but get through the scene. So if one person is acting up, you're making it hard for the other people in the scene to get through the scene. So you would, it's like you're being selfish and nobody wants to be seen as that. So it's really weird. We're more, we're all, it's, I've said it before and people don't believe it, but we're, all of us are friends. We're all, because we're, we might start work at maybe, get there at seven in the morning. I might work till maybe six, seven at night. So we're there together all day. So it kind of makes no sense to act up when you have to see these people all the time. You don't want to be that person when they go, no, I don't like, you don't want to be that person. Do you there, know what I mean? There's always lots of rumours that you and Danny <laughs> Dyer are obviously because you're the two most high profile people on the show, I guess. One of, I guess. <laughs> well, I definitely, I'm one of. I don't know if I'm the highest though. I mean, but like the both of you together, like you joined at similar-ish times. Yeah, he, and no, he's always, like about a year before. Two, yeah, yeah. So there's always rumours saying that you two are beefing in like, the tabloids oh no 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 we're friends man like that's what i'm saying there's there's no there's i mean me and danny are friends anyway right Do you know what i mean like there's never ever ever been any kind of beef between me and him but there's no beef with him or anybody like it's it's really not like that we're all i, I can't express it enough and i'm not just saying it for saying it's sake we just really really get along everybody there is like you, because there are times where we, we might come to work and we're It'd just be do what, that yeah. man. Your <laughs> family man Both You're going to have So many bruises Rebecca You know what yeah, This is regular I'm, Listen I, I hate to be that guy But can we have a break Because I need to go wee Go wee But first Your shape up is a madness <laughs> <laughs> No I had to say I've been sitting We love you RB this, this shape up must be fresh No it's, it's a couple It's a bad day Hey back on no, the flip side yo. Back on the flip side Hi, I'm Trudy Barry. Make sure you subscribe to TBC Podcast on iTunes. If you have any suggestions on guests that you would like to hear on here, then just drop us an email at tbcpodcast at grimedaily.com. We're back on the flip side of the TBC Podcast with Richard Blackwood. Absolutely. So I was type. I was actually sipping the lemonade, the warm the lemon. room temperature. <laughs> room temperature lemonade. That's how they deal with you up here. You don't get this. It's just grime for real. Like, when I was like, <laughs> no ice. It's just grime. It's just like dirty it's cups. <laughs> the man who gave me a cup that he just used, like, yeah. <laughs> just sipped from it and I like, wiped it off. Yeah, shit. Sure, like, yeah. It's nothing. It's nothing. Yeah, we're it up on lemonade. <laughs> but no, it's all good. Like, these cups are like American cups. I like these cups. Make you feel important, innit? Some house party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like... Hey, fill up my cup with some yak. <laughs> some Put some Kool-Aid in here. I feel like I got some syrup. Yeah. <laughs> You're sipping on lead. <laughs> but for the people out there, I'm not because um, I'm on EastEnders. I never do Are you that. filming tomorrow? Not tomorrow. Not filming until next week now. What, because of this whole terror thing? No, 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 because literally my next scenes are next week. That's what I'm saying. Some weeks, it's like some weeks are great because you're you're in maybe one or twice a week and you think, oh, wicked. And then next week they're like, yep, yeah, Monday to Saturday, which means you've got to get up at five o'clock in the morning. So what, you can't jet off like when your scene's not happening so you can be no, like, yeah, week on. No, no, you better stay, you better stay ass in town. <laughs> Swear down. Because they might call you and say, actually, we want to shoot a scene with you later on, make yourself available and you just got to be and available. I guess you have to like sit in the background in the Vic a lot and stuff. 
Yeah. Do you have an annual leave form or something? Like, how does it work when you need to go on holiday? I would like to go on holiday. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> not emergency. <laughs> nah, sorry, your character's going to kill yeah. someone. You're here for life. <laughs> no, like if you're there for a year, they give you a certain amount of days holiday. But it's, yeah, that's, that's about it. You know, certain you know? amount of days, not even weeks, you know? No, a few weeks. But yeah, yeah that's about it. You're not going to get a long time. Because yeah. you got to think about, as I said, you've got to think about how many episodes they shoot. Yeah, because it's yeah. four times a week, isn't it? This yeah, well, no, it's, four, it's, four, it's, four, it's Monday to, it's five. Yeah, it's four. Yeah, four times a week. Yeah, right. Yeah, so... Yeah, you got four episodes to shoot a week. Half an hour episodes each. So that's a lot. And we shoot two months in advance, six weeks in advance, something like that. Yeah, so you are you are technically working every day. Are you serious? Yeah, 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 yeah. So what's Vincent saying in the next few months? Ah, you see, that I can't tell you. <laughs> you tried it, you yeah. tried it. Good, I tried good, good, just good. slip it in there. It just good, let good. subtly. I can't, though, because, yeah, yeah, no. I mean, it's good, but the thing, I'll tell you the thing with the EastEnders is that because so many people are invested in the show... It's so easy for the actors to go, oh, this is coming up. But you lose your job. Yeah. yeah. Done. You, you just can't because yeah. people because people are really interested in what's to come. And and people say, just tell me, man, I won't tell nobody. It's like, of course you're going to tell. Of course you are. That's yeah. like Bookie's one of those better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Lucy died. Who killed Lucy? Who killed, yeah. Was it who killed Lucy? Oh. Or who? Bobby. Bobby, yes. Bobby, yeah. See, I don't watch the thing. No one saw that coming. Yeah. Right? Yeah, no one saw that coming because I remember I joined... Just as that happened. Put money down on that and shit still. I wasn't even watching the show and that. No, Did you? no, no. <laughs> Who did you bet for? I put bare people. I can bring up the bet now still. I'll show you still. Really? Yeah. Yeah. No, it was real. It was real. We never knew. Only the people that was in that scene knew. Yeah, no. Because that, that was during the live, live episode. I joined on the live episode. Oh, really? Yeah, the 30th um, anniversary. So I your first scene was a live one? Yep. What wow. year was that? 2014? That's like it? a baptism of fire right so, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Luckily, I didn't need to speak. I literally had to walk and look at Phil's house and give a look like to say, yeah. Oh, I remember that. I yeah. probably would have started creasing though. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't because it's live. So you're, you're it's creasing. I mean, I mean there, was the, there was up. the wrong name incident that happened. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, I thought it for I her. About that. I who who done that? Uh, what's um, her name again? Tanya. She, yeah, she's left now, but I thought it for her. <laughs> yeah, she's left now. Yeah. <laughs> But I she said her, an actor's real name she instead said, of um, Adam. Name. She said yeah, Adam. she says, How, how's Adam instead of how's Ian? Ian, yeah. And then it was when Adam it just cut yeah. to, went, yeah. yeah, man, you know. Yeah. And then it just cut to Jane's reaction and she's just like. She held it though. <laughs> she held it like, so we're going to talk about this in a minute. <laughs> yeah, no, you when can see red, that like, like devil look stops. in her eyes. Yeah, when the red light stops, we're going to talk about it. But probably just started laughing because that's what yeah. I'm saying. That's what happens. You, It's that kind of, we're all family. So you yeah, just end up laughing and if anything, you feel more bad for her, you know the press are going to jump on it. Yeah. So you go, oh no, by tomorrow that's going to be all over the press. So yeah, it's tough. I think it's still a meme to this day, to be honest. I think it is. I think it is. Yeah. They, they're not easy. What people, people, when you get a meme, you know you're famous. Yeah. When Mama, you're actually in a meme, right? Somebody sat down and go, oh, I'm going to use you in a meme and people are going to actually like repost. Yeah, you made it. Yeah. So what are you listening to right now? Say driving here in your nice whip. Ah, you saw it, yeah, you saw, you saw. It's got Bernie coming, he was like, oh my days! <laughs> you seen where he's driving? She said does, yo. Yeah, it's, like, it's very important that we... <laughs> no, Wait, how good. do I get any extenders, yeah. I need that check, me. Tell him the plate, man, tell him yeah, the plate. No, the plate, just know it's an I-8, that's what you need to know. It's <laughs> important, it's a 16, me. though, I'll give you that. But no, um, in my car right now, definitely the Remy Ma and Fat Joe album, right? Um... See, off here we discuss Drake. We can talk about it. Not in love with the We're Drake. We're definitely album. gonna have to talk about my right. life. It's a playlist though. It's, it's not an album. album, man. Let's be real. No, yeah. it's a playlist. It's a collection it's of songs. That's how he's putting it. It's a playlist. It's actually it's a, a playlist. playlist. That's how he's described it. It's a body of work. Listen, mm. album, mixtape, it's all the same so jazz, it, man. Like you shouldn't take it in. 
No. I, you see, I don't need to... Okay, no, no, no. If you... If you... I think that's a get-out-of-jail card. Yeah. If you... Because yeah. you've got to remember... You, you, when you're somebody, I think Drake's very good. I'm a, I'm a Drake fan. Let's not get it twisted. But, uh, okay. You see artists have their moment. Every artist has a point where they blow up. Like an album that does it. So even if you talk about Michael Jackson, Thriller was his biggest album. Off The Wall was one of the best albums, but Thriller was his biggest album. He never, he never topped Thriller. He couldn't top Thriller. Prince, it was purple, um, purple rain. Couldn't top that. Um, NWA was the first NWA album, Straight Outta Compton. Their second album, Law, that was good, but the first album was the best. Um, every artist, like uh, um, Dizzy, that was that was, was his, probably like his biggest album, Dizzy, yeah. right? Was it what was it? Um, Boy in the Corner was his, probably his biggest album in terms of he couldn't go no higher than that. He had maintained success, but that album is still deemed as a classic, right? You know, every artist has that album and that period of time. Nicki Minaj's first um, Pink, is it the Pink Print or whatever it's pink called? Pink Print. Yeah, that, that was a very hard, she hasn't really, if you think about it, she hasn't topped it, right? You know what I mean? In terms of great music and just sales. I mean, that was really, in actual fact, it's sold more now since the Remy Ma beef. It's, got, it's gone up in sales, right? So, but she's released mixed albums and stuff since, but that album was, one of her best. Drake's album for me that was one of his best was probably the So Far Gone mixtape. I think he, I don't think he's done an album personally for me that surpasses the So Far Gone for musicality. Definitely his rhyming skills back then. Mixtapes like we were listening to Because those were the days ignorant. when he was still, he, he was writing for Dre in those times. But that's what I'm saying. Ignorant, ignorant shit was playing it earlier. Ignorant shit, that's like, his bars on that was was a problem. Oh eight, oh nine, Drake. Yeah, for me, was like my favorite bit. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, a, he's a totally different artist. Like he's a, a self-proclaimed pop artist now. But you see, okay, this is probably my only issue with hip hop right now. Is I don't like the fact that hip hop has given in to pop. Hip hop was a rebellious music. It was the music that spoke about the social conditions of where we were coming from. Now, don't get me wrong, that has changed. But I think you, if you can achieve success by... If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Still doing what it is you love and the mainstream still buy into that. That's real, if that makes sense. I, so... Like Andre 3000, for example. Thank you. Right, Outcast when they were doing that. Now their big album at, at Aliens was for me classic. That, that was that was really a outcast. Criminal, a criminal, a criminal, man, a criminal. No, 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 no. That was a good album. No, that was a good album. But Spotty, dopey, opalicious. Yeah. Them <laughs> that was the first album, right? A criminal was the no, second no, no. One. It was the second one. Yeah. At, but at Aliens with um. Oh my God! There's a few tracks on there. Uh, me and you, mm. your brother mm. and your cousin mm. too. Yeah, right. Yeah, mm. like, no, yeah, that, that was classic. <laughs> no, yeah, there. classic stuff, right? But they really didn't have a big album until the one afterwards with um, "Bombs Over Baghdad." That was that was their big album, if you think about it. And then after that was that double album with um, "That's It." That was probably their album where they blew up. You couldn't get no bigger than that. Okay, but they were still doing. Outcast music, even on that album, and everybody loved them. Of course, right? Even um, the track that he did solo, that um, yeah, yeah. that was still very. That's if still you knew Arcos, Andre, that was yeah. like that's still Andre, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? It was still Andre being Andre. I find now when I listen to the Drakes and the Nickies, like when I heard Nickies come back for Remy, and you know the, the tracks, and they got that sort of that sort of reggae beat thing going on, and I'm like, oh come on, man, like. It sounds like you're you're trying to get chart success more than you're you're trying to make good music. Make good music, and so I, I like when when Drake gets it right for me. It's like yeah, but Drake still for me now he's become like you say a pop artist, and it's like, and if that's what he's going for, then fine. Like listen, like, I, I'm a mere actor, and Drake is who he is. He's huge, but because I'm a lover of hip hop in its purest form, to see that Remy Ma um. Um, Fat Joe were nominated for a Grammy off a hardcore hip hop album. There's nothing, there's nothing soft on the album, but they were Grammy nominated. That means more to me than even if they won it, because it's like you can still get Grammys by doing hard hip hop that it's not for the strippers. Yeah, real talk. <laughs> Let's yeah. just keep it real, right? When strippers all of a sudden dictated your music, for me, hip hop started to go downhill. Right, it's like yeah, you, even though it works in a strip club, it's like she's a stripper. She's not supposed to dictate your music. You're supposed to, she. That's a stripper. Does that make sense? Am I going mad? Right? <laughs> hip hop is hip hop. Stripping is stripping. They're two yeah. different things, right? She like, just dances well to that she tune. She just dances that's well it. to that tune. <laughs> that's she's it. Not supposed, strippers are on Instagram on some like getting followers because they're A and R's and shit. <laughs> yeah, like yo, if I don't think the strip tracks banging, it's not gonna sell. It's like you're a stripper, yeah. right? No, you're laid. Just take off your clothes. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean, like, so I think hip hop for me. A lot of artists are not 
I don't know. They're not. Then you got mumble rap in America, like Little Yachty and oh, stuff. I'm bro, just like, he's what, pissed. All what, is, pissed. what is going on? I think we're. I think we are still standing very true to what we are as British artists. I think we haven't strayed away. When you look at it, if you look at the success that let's look at it right, you got Adele. She's maintained. Hasn't switched it up. Yeah, she hasn't. Ed Sheeran hasn't switched it up. Even more closer to home, gigs charted. Hasn't yeah, switched hasn't it up. switched it up. Kano yeah. hasn't switched it up. Nines hasn't switched it up. Yeah, Storms hasn't switched it up. Gets hasn't switched it up. Yeah, it's just that the capacity of the people that pay attention to this music is not the masses as much as we would like it to be. It's like the Ed Sheerans and the like Adele's. And but that. Ed Sheeran is bringing through people. Of I'd course, like, and so he's like, doing the right thing. Like I like what he's doing because even though, I mean, even though Storms in him did the track, but even outside of that, even on um, Power One Hundred Five, he mentioned Stormzy. Even Big Nasty, you fucks with Big Nasty from... Well, Big Nasty's my boy from back in the day. We're, we're like proper boys from my ends, right? But And Big Nasty, Craig David, he did yeah. the track. You see, that, that's what I'm saying. These, I, That's what I like is that these artists are still very much who they are and the mainstream just have to get on board when they're ready to get on board. That's what I love. I think that you shouldn't try and cater to... Like, as I said, if you're good, you're just good. When Geeks came out with the Talking the Hardest... I remember I was DJ and I had never heard the track, right? And one guy said to me, gave me a CD and goes, play that, right? And I remember I was, I was DJing at Napper's thing, right? And he was like, play that. I goes, what is it? What is it? He goes, just play it, right? So I remember he goes, the track, and I played it after um, G Units, um, Tony Ayo. Um, Tony, 50 Cent? Yeah. Gangsta right, yeah. Shit. I was playing that at the time. I was playing <laughs> that at the time, right? And and then the... Dun, dun. Yeah. So literally, I remember I just heard the beginning and it... Dun, dun, and he goes, just play it. I hadn't heard it. So I goes, okay, okay. Can you imagine if it was like, love, come down. <laughs> Evelyn Champagne King. Never too much, never too much. So we're never too much. Like, brother, what are you doing? <laughs> right? I, but literally, I remember, I was, so I just did the boom, boom, and I was mixing, but I never heard the track yet. When I played it, and I heard him go, if you're talking, I was like, who is this? That's all I had to hear, right? If you're talking artists, and I was, I never. I, so remember, I hadn't heard it before. I didn't know where he was going next, right? Crowd was going, whoa, 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 acting like I was God. I was like, yeah, yeah, done now, exclusive, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. My boy, hello, no, no tracks. If we got no, no tracks, <laughs> me, my mama is like, yeah. <laughs> I gave it to see. You got no, bro, I brought this with me. Come, let's go again. Right? Played it again. When I played this track. Now I hadn't even had found time to mix another track in because I was just listening to, to this track going, this tune is too hard. So it was undeniable. So hence why Giggs became so big because his voice and the rhythm was just undeniable. He's talking about things that when you break it down, it's like, yo, you, you, you're, talking about, you're talking about some hard money. stuff. But guess what? White, black, Indian, didn't care what you was. Shut down. Shut down. You played that anywhere. It was a shutdown. Any country, it was a shutdown. So that's why I say you don't need to conform. If it's good, it's just good. And I think Drake, the last big track, as I said, was the Lord Knows. For me, well, I, I, I play that in the car and it's just like, because I like tracks, I play loud. So I'm in my car and I want to, uh, this is what I was going to say to you earlier. When's the last time you heard hip hop and you were like this? 
I was actually listening to Rick Ross's new album. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Rick Ross's new album is banging. Who? I heard Rick it's meant to... Uh, no, that's because he's listen, gone back to Justice League, innit? Justice listen League, Listen to Dead name. President. No, no, listen. No, I'm, I'm ahead of you. Listen, the Rick Ross album, I was like, about time he went back to Justice League. You can banging. hear Justice League production. I heard right? the new Maybach music is meant to be... Oh, that's change. bad. It's bad. You knew it. that was a track. Yeah, yeah that's what I was waiting for. Yeah, album, yeah. Right? You see, he had the track. Um, the last good album of his was the one on the cover where it's like his face with glasses. Teflon Don. Like, Teflon Don. Is that the boss. one with? The, but it's different colours of his face, sort of. Oh, yeah. that's like mastermind. 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 Right. That um, the first track on that was kill. I used to kill that album. Then after that, there was about two albums after that, and I thought, okay. Hood billionaire. Yeah, and, um, I just thought where you going doesn't sound right, and also I don't hear no Justice League music. Yeah. Right. This album, it sounded like he went back to Justice, and I was like, that's what works for you. Justice League and you are like Quincy Jones and Michael. Yeah. He has become more personal. The stuff that he did with, um, uh, what was it, um, something Rivals, was it called? Um, that's when Friends Become Rivals. Yeah, about Birdman. Yeah. But I think, I think, I think, I've always thought that um, he could spit, though. Yeah, Russ could he, always he, rap. He for said me. as well, I told. Meek not mm. to be trust, Mickey trust Nikki, and I was like, oh, wow. just like that, yeah, <laughs> 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 like, because like, you know, usually it's like indirect. And that's the first bar, isn't it? It's yeah, first, and then he was like, um, oh, he said, in a room full of failures, something. I was like, yeah, just keep back, gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna start quoting it, caption to every picture. Well, Russ has always been direct when it comes. I to love that. Right, he's not doing those subliminals. Yeah. yeah, my man said Nikki and Meek in the same line. Right, and I was like, yo, and then Birdman, he's like, he started off going, bro, I'm sorry I had to do this, bro. Like, and I'm like, wait a minute, he's going, the whole track is about Birdman. And then, and then he's then going he's, in about um, DJ Khaled. Khaled. Why'd you do him like yeah. that, whatever he said? No one even knows that he does up to Khaled. We're going, what? Yeah, Wayne. But no, but we knew that there was something going to Wayne, but we didn't know that he didn't pay Khaled. Yeah, so but Birdman's known for not paying, so it's not surprising now you're telling me that. I was but like, but Khaled is a big name, so imagine he's like, he goes, that's why he's doing so well, because he's blessed now. And you're going... Wait a minute, did he just Khaled as well? Because Khaled kept that one quiet. Right, if you think about it, when Birdman was, was going through with the stuff with Lil Wayne, I mean, he still is, but Khaled never said nothing. Yeah, but you got to remember, them lot was oh, all a conglomerate. They, 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 they. Mm. They. That was actually Birdman, isn't they. it? They don't want to see you win. See, I didn't know that at the time, though. Nah. That's only recently yeah. come no. out, though, isn't it? But it, that's mad, because when you think about it, yeah, I'm on one and all these tunes and that. Like it was the, They was the conglomerate, Khaled, Birdman, oh my God. Drake, you Wayne, You got to fit those well, Nikki, like Rick Ross, Ross has had tunes with Nikki as well. Oh, I, you know what? Here's so the thing. Like, I, don't think, I don't think they're not really not friends. I just think that what's happened is, is that, because you've got to think about it, Wayne and Rick Ross are still close. And Nikki signed to Wayne at the end of the day. She's not signed to yeah, Birdman. Signed to Young Money, same Signed to Young Drake. Money as Drake is. So I just think that it's, like he said, we, you, I think when Meek started going out with Nikki, they all knew it's not a good business move because what happens when you two fall out? Because we're all part of the same gang. It's true. Like shitting on Maybach, your doorstep. You're not supposed OVO, to really, yeah. like if you're going to date her, make it make it really work. Yeah. But you got her on a slide tip because you told her stuff about Safari, blah, blah. So you got her on a slide tip. So you know eventually you're the bounce back. You're the rebound. Big man can see that eventually she's going to cut you loose. Mm. That's why Drake said it. Like, you know, Drake said, like, at the end of the day, what, did, what was the line that he said that was killer? When he goes, when she dumps you or something like that. He said, when he, on the back-to-back, he said yeah. something about when she dumps you. Because Drake knew, like, you're a rebound, bruv. Like, you must know this. We were all friends, but what you did was very underhanded and you got her under bad pretenses and you're going to lose her that way. Do you think that was what the, what the start of it was between, like, the 
the whole YMCB, YMCMB. I think so, yeah. Money, look, you can see that music, OVO. The... Because they got to take sides. Like when Meek Mill went at Drake, Rick Ross is like, I've got to take his side because he's my boy. Right? Do you know what I mean, even though I don't want to have a problem because Lil Wayne's also my friend. Oh, but that's I some sucker shit, man. Yeah, he did. Because, and I reckon, they, I reckon they'll come back. Even Kanye West and Drake had a little thing. When, I ain't going to lie, I'll be honest but with Kanye's you. But Kanye's on his album. I, that, I'll be honest with you. I listened to three tracks. I'll take it back, yeah? Because obviously the Yanks were talking shit about gigs, yeah? Fuck you. Obviously the Yanks <laughs> are talking shit about gigs, I don't know why gigs, they were yeah? doing that. They could, I, like, Bruv, when you got a little yachty and all these little these dickheads talking shit, yeah? You can't come and tell me about Hollow, man. Because, like, yeah. he's actually talking words. What were they words, saying about it, him, man? though? Because I heard they were... They were, they were, I heard they were trash. saying that his bars... They just didn't yeah. like his bars. He's but trash I mean, and this, that, like, the other. I mean, when there's a there's a line in that no long talk one where he's like, "What's it like? Spread the pussy like a butter something." Yeah. Oh yeah, butter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is a sick line. But like, when when do you hear something that explicit in an American rap tune? Like with the word pussy, like spread your pussy. Wayne all the time, man. <laughs> Wayne, Wayne. That's Wayne's thing. Yeah, yeah that's Wayne. Wayne's thing. That's, that's Wayne's, Wayne's album. Yeah. Wayne. But but you're right. No, but you're right because as I say, but also. That the way they're dealing with English rappers is the way we used to deal with English rappers out here, yeah. right? It's just a matter of time. Yeah. But what? But that's where I give Drake the love, is that you know what? You are at the highest you can get, and you put gigs on two tracks. You gave Skepta his own track, his own interlude. I was just like, what? Are you hard to hear Drake on it? It's just Skepta. Mm. Yeah. And Skepta does like two bars. I think, Even like Georgia two, Smith two, as well. Two sixteens, yeah. Georgia Smith, yeah. Right, got to exactly. That Black Coffee tune. Yeah. Black Coffee, that's right. The, the Funky House track. Yeah. And I just thought, do you know what? Whether I'm in love with the album or not, I respect the fact that you didn't have to do that. Yeah, I rate that. The, yeah. I rate that. I rate yeah. that. I rate you didn't that. have to do that. And because you're bringing, because guess what? If they bust in America. They can't, they can't, that's why Drake's got free pass. But Anytime he comes remember, to the UK, no one can tell him nothing. But you've got to remember, Giggs was killing it with B.O.B. with Don't Go There, Don't yeah. Go yeah, There. Yeah, no, you very true, but B.O.B. wasn't huge at that time. He became huge yeah. after. Drake is, is like Madonna yeah, level yeah, yeah. and bringing through gigs on, not one, two, right? And as I say, Skepta, it's called Skepta Interlude featuring Skepta. Right, it doesn't have no Drake name, and you think so. I went to, and it's a bad boy track. I heard yeah. it. I was like, do you know what? It's a madness. Drake, regardless of anything, I I respect, I salute you because he knows how tough it is for English artists to bust in America. He's Canadian. He used to listen to he used to listen to Wiley. Like, yeah. that's how level it is. Like, people yeah. think that like, oh, he's doing this now. He used to listen to Wiley because you got to think he's a Canadian rapper. Yeah, yeah it's true. It's like, true. America is America, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. He's Canadian. Like, yeah. That's what people are forgetting. All these Americans are like, oh, no. he's Canadian. Yeah, he's not even American. It's yeah. true. So just hold your clock before you get in here and get excited, <laughs> innit? Do you know what I'm saying? That's no, but it's real clock. spit, innit? Because, no, it's real talk. It's real talk. Because, yeah. like, when he was on the come up, and I'm saying, yeah, Dre. Right, no one cared. No one cared. And they yeah. were quick to say he was Canadian yeah. then. Oh, he's a Canadian rapper. <laughs> like, what's he got to feel about hip hop? Now look, everybody jumping on it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, you're right. You're so right. I think, like, for the Americans to say that, it's just like, Bruv, like, you got a little yachty, bruv. Like, you got these people that can't even string words together and that. It really upsets me. Like, it upsets, it does. Fucking, you got these people fucking up hip-hop, bruv. And then you got Hollow laying cold verses and that. And you're telling me but, you're trash. Like, get out of it, man. But I tell you this, it will come full circle. Because you can tell now that there are rappers that are getting upset at the fact that these people are getting the shine. And they don't deserve the shine because they're not good at what they do. 
Right, so as I say, you got like the last Locks album to me was a serious album. Jeez, right? what, Lock, the America one, um, the, yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. The Locks album, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, we've got a lot to talk about. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Where else you come to, to the know? court, Your Honor? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Right, like I'm a true hip hop head, so like there are these people. But also, when you say what I listen to in the car, I listen to some stuff that is a bit. Like I'm into Fonte from Foreign Exchange, Jeez. little brother. Like even though they're not around that's, anymore, that's Foreign proper. Exchange. Yeah, I listen to like um, like Jean Grey, as you say. Yeah. Like I listen to artists like that. I like stuff. Sean Press. Has, oh, come on, behave yourself. <laughs> 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 but that's what I'm trying to say. All that stuff, the slum villagey kind of yeah. sound, the neo solely hip hop kind of sound. That's more really. That's more where my heart is when it comes to hip hop. So I was a tribe called Quest fan from the beginning. Most Def Talib. All of that. I was yeah. that Eric kind of, Sermon, Eric Death Squad, Sir, oh, come Keith on, Death Murray. Squad. <laughs> when they were Eric Onassis, when they were when they were doing their thing, I was hip hop. I love in general, but I was more. If you would find that my stuff sounded a bit more neo-y because I was into Tribe, and then when Slum Village came out and they took over, and Slumville, then yeah. Slumville, JD, Breast in Peace, right? <laughs> I was more into that kind of sound of hip hop, the kind of jazzy more. Mm. How do you feel about oh, Kendrick? Oh, no, Knife Wonder, who was with Little Brother first. Yeah. 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 How do you feel about Kendrick Lamar's stuff? Now, Kendrick Lamar's last album, mm. to me, is the holy grail of hip hop. Right. I was so upset that people, a lot of people couldn't feel it. Because they didn't get it. They didn't, they didn't get, get it. They didn't get it. It was, it was, it was like, he was the answer to shit rap. He, he, because remember that one Grammys. I got a bone to pick. What? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, oh, King Kutta. Are you mad, bro? His video, and he was so humble. He's still from Compton. Do yeah. you know what I mean? He was like, remember, he's come out of Compton, but he's not gangster. So he's showing that, listen, I'm not gangster, right? I'm just grew up in a bad area, but I, I made different choices, right? Do you know what I mean? But his music, like his videos, the, the, the cinematography, everything Even about early, him. early Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Man. I, was, I was into the mixtapes all the way up. Cut you off was my come favorite on, yeah, you see, come on. We're talking, you see, we're on the same page, <laughs> yeah. right? So when he was bald, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? So this is what I'm trying to say. This, that album for me, everybody liked the one before, which was not bad, with the caravan on the front, whatever. Yeah, good but kid, Mad City. That's it. But that last Kendrick album, the track for me, there's so many... But the one about a dollar, could you, when he said, um, about how, uh, could you spare a dollar? Is it? Um, Not the one with the balao on it. Um, no. It was one where he's like, can you spare a dollar? And he's literally talking about certain people asking for a dollar and he's saying, no, I can't spare a dollar. Right? Like, because you're going to use it for drugs, drugs or whatever. Shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what track you're talking about. Listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. the way that track comes in for me, and then he put, um, who I really love as well, Rhapsody. Rhapsody is another person that I really Jeez. Rhapsody's hard. Right, but people sleep on Rhapsody. They're not ready for Rhapsody yet. But he brought through Rhapsody when Rhapsody was just kind of underground, right? And I was like, right, brought through Rhapsody, love it. And he's still fucking with Bilal. Bilal's like a G. He's been Bilal went to prison years. and come back. Yeah. It was Common that brought Bilal first. You know what I'm saying? And because I I knew Common back in the day, and I remember I interviewed Swear. him and Bilal. What, and Bilal, Watermelon like chocolate time, yeah. Which is one of his classic albums. Trust me. <laughs> See. Like water for chocolate. Whatever. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I call it. I call it that. <laughs> But it was a it was a classic album, and he had Slum Village on that album as well, right? And then literally, Bilal, I think went to prison for a number of years, came back out, and now he's really he's done some more albums recently. But there was a big gap between his first album and what's come out later. But yeah, I, that's more my style of music. But definitely that album for me, any whatever he does next, I'll follow. Yeah. 
I just think he's, and he doesn't conform to what society dictates what music should be. He did, this album sounded like it was produced by Dr. Dre, but he wasn't at all. Dr. Dre just said, that's a good track, that's a good track, but he didn't touch it. That's how good he is. Dre's not on the second, oh, he's not on the last one, is he? No. no. He's, on, he's on Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah. yeah. Wait, on a bonus track. Wait, yeah. With, with Drake, though. Which I one? Hmm? What about, yeah. what was that one? Mm. Untitled, that's that mixtape, Unmastered. Oh, the yeah, Untitled one. Untitled, yeah. No, he had a couple yeah. tracks on that. He had a couple tracks on the Untitled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a couple tracks on it. It's a bit of a... It's a bit too much for you. Untitled track. Number six was my track. Why are you so sad? That was my That was my track. So do you have a favourite album of all time? Um, Different genres, so yes. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say outside of hip-hop. Outside of hip-hop. Okay, so all of them. I I would tell you my favourite... Um, I grew up obviously 70s, so I was into um, Parliament Funkadelic, P Funk. Yeah, the funk, the era. That's the funk, Yeah. So one of my favorite albums from that was Motor Booty City, which which had um, oh, underwater Aqua Boogie. You're gonna have to Google these tracks, right? Sound like the niggas that Bentley Funk and yeah, yeah. old school, old school, old yeah, school Aqua funk Boogie. Guns. If you Google it, it's you've heard it re- reused. Yeah. Um, and then One Nation Under a Groove album, which was a famous Parliament album. Right, there you go, yeah. Right, um, then going on, I would say Quincy Jones. Favorite album was the Dude album. These are all things that will go over your head, but I'm going to bring it to present day. No, right, I want a timeline of your favorite albums. Timeline, yeah. Then Michael Jackson's Off the Wall album. (sighs) It can't be, it was everybody loved Thriller. Off the the Wall wall is cold. The album. that's when Rock he. That's you. when I think yeah. <laughs> 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 See, that's all I had to do was do 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 do. Even that. Living my life off the wall. Yeah. Oh my god. Hey, off the, the wall, wall was. It was such a great album, right? But Quincy Jones produced. Yeah. So then I would go on to. I was a big Prince fan. Prince. Jeez. I was a Prince fan. I got a Prince tattoo. Oh no, you ain't playing. Okay. I was. Yeah, no. her, her tattoo is lit. I, I trust it. <laughs> it's so no. cold. It's lit. No, what, no. Did, what did you say the first time you saw it, Bernie? When you're going to get it finished? No, and it was cold. already that's finished. That's cold. That's cold as ice. When you're going to get it. No, that's too deep. Because purple was just one Wait, section of... Photo. Purple was only one section of his life. No, the, the tattoo is cold. Yeah, did you ever see him in concert? Four times. Oh, yeah. I went to see him at the O2. Yeah, I saw him twice at the O2. See, I was a Prince fan from his first album all the way up. Right, I was a true. I'm a true. Well, Let me tell you how deep it is. Then. When Prince died, he was the only person that made me cry when he died. I don't really cry over things. And yeah. my friends. I cried when Whitney died. Oh really? Okay. I met. Oh, another story. Yeah, I remember, hit me with that, <coughs> yo. <laughs> I, I remember when I saw Whitney and Bobby Brown. I knew Bobby Brown and Whitney were at the lick party in Dublin. Jeez, hey, oh, bring this in. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Is this the one? Hey. Is this the one? Wait, 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 wait. Go, go, go. What was he gonna say? All right, basically, yeah, we had the, the G Trevor Nelson on, yeah? Yeah. And he was talking about this exact same party, yeah? I don't even want to name the names that was there because it's... Puff Daddy was there. <laughs> Mary J. Blige um, was there. God. Yeah, me, now, no, hit, okay. me, hit me with well, the story. Because I'm with you at the party no, now. Right, I'm mentally there. Let me tell you. He was at the party that this, we wasn't at. No, we've wait, heard about I'm going to hit you with the podcast hard now, right? This is the party that you wait to be at. Me and Carmen Electra were dancing. 
We st- we never went. Yeah, it was it was on the cards from that part. <laughs> right, Carmen. Let's just put it that way. Hot. Right, Carmen, she was she was hot. Carmen Electra was dancing on me, and I couldn't even find the rhythm. I didn't even know. What, like for a minute, I was like, "Raw, I don't even know what tune this is." But Carmen and Carmen was. I was like, throwing it back, yeah. I was like, do what you need to do. I'll, I'll catch you up. You know, them times she danced fast. I was like, I can't. I them speeds. I don't know what they are, but I will meet you somewhere. Right. So, but I tell you, was there Missy Elliott, Whitney Houston, Bobby Brown, Mariah Carey, Puff Daddy, and Trevor was on fire because he was just bringing them out, and it was like, yo, this is mad. They were all there, and I was like, and I remember looking at Trevor going. Trevor, you, you, you're the man. He, he's the guy. Because Trevor was like, yo, guess who else we got in the house? And then somebody just grabbed the mic and it's Mariah Carey like, yo, Trev, how you doing, baby? And I'm like, did she just... Like it's nothing. This is how you know this is official because everything matches. No, you know when you yeah, hear stories, we was all that. there. We was all there. So now I'm on stage. So the stage is long. I'm at the corner. Bobby Brown's next to me here. Whitney's next to him. I've never met Whitney before. Whitney's here. Missy Elliott is doing I'm a bitch. She jumped in the crowd, right? This is all facts, yo. This is facts. Real talk. So then, because Bobby Brown came on the stage and was standing next to me here, Trevor Nelson started to play uh, My Prerogative, right? My prerogative. And Bobby was off. Bobby was like, he, but he wasn't singing. He was just like, yo, yeah, right? Whitney turned to him. Now, remember, she's only one person away because Bobby's here. And Whitney goes, yo, baby, I'm tired. And he went, wait! Like that. <laughs> and I remember she went, you know like when a dog's about to bite you so you just keep real still? Yeah. And I remember going, oh, my God, because he, he said, wait. And he just looked at her like, say, are you going to move? Are you going to say something? About four seconds. Well, his song's still playing. And she just, and she literally did this. And then she had an assistant. And sister goes, just leave it. And she just kept her head straight. And then he went, and he carried on jamming again. I went, this guy is sick. That's true life story. And then he turned to me and goes, you ain't funny. I'm funnier than you. And I was like, yeah, mate, you what? are. <laughs> right. But me, me, me I, goes, I goes, you're not funny to me. He goes, I'm funny to you. Like, he, like, he was like he was a bit schizo. Because mm. he just wild out on his woman. Then he's doing his tune. And I didn't even know that he recognised me. He goes, you ain't funny. And I was like, the fuck? Who are you? What? Who are you talking to? Right? But he was just that. But then, so here's, here's another story from Pi. So now. This party seems like no, this, 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 party this, this life. Bro. I want to be there. Boy zone. Right? Um... The, the, uh, no, no. You see, <laughs> it's a Dublin, no fuck around, yo. No, this party's got even better. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about Boyzone. So Puff Daddy now, and Puff Daddy used to have a bouncer. His name's Wolf, light skin guy. Okay, yeah, okay. So now, I'm upstairs with Eternal. Eternal. Oh, no, I, so oh, I've just, just, so I've just, no, it was everybody, anybody that was famous was there. So I'm, so I'm, I'm upstairs and we're at a corner looking over at the stage, right? This is after everybody kind of been on the stage and now everybody's jabbing. So I'm dancing away. Carmen Electra's to my right. We just finished dancing. She's standing there, right? So it was like, and I, I anyway, I'll tell you that later. So anyway, so we're dancing. So me and Esther and Vanette, the two sisters from Eternal, we're talking. Wolf comes over to all of us and goes, yo, man, you got to move, right? Now, we're at a corner. You can see the stage, everybody, like, it's ram. There's no way we can move. So I goes, what? He goes, not you, man, but they got to move, right? So Esther and Vernet, they, were, they weren't soft. So, <laughs> I think, right? so um, Esther turned and goes, what do you mean we got to move? He goes, yo, man, you got to move, right? And he kind of pointed behind him. And P. Diddy was kind of, he's on a table, doing his dance with his bottle of champagne. And he was like, 
like to tell them to move, they can't stand there. Then he's nowhere near us, right? But I knew Puff Daddy. So Puff Daddy was like, he's cool, but they got to move, right? Like who are they kind of thing? Yeah. So Esther, so Esther, I can't remember which one. It was Esther that was going out with one of the guys from Boys on the nutty one. I can't remember his name now, right? Um, there was Keith, Ronan, and it was... Um, the one that died. The one that died, and then you had the other one that was a bit... I'm fucking take that, actually. You know what I'm I know you talk about, he was had the tattoos. tattoos yeah, he yeah, was yeah, a he nutty was one. Bit of a geezer. Yeah, you yeah. didn't play with him, right? So anyway, she was going out with him, right? So anyway, so I remember we're in Ireland, you know, right? So, you know, so she was like, I'm not moving. She goes, tell P. Diddy I said we're not moving. <laughs> so Wolf, he can't go back and tell P. Diddy that. So you saw it in his face, because he didn't want to do nothing. And he was like, yo, man, you got to move, man. You got to move. Like, I'm not, I can't walk back without you being gone, right? And she was like, tell him. So now she's shouting, tell him I said, we are not moving, right? So like, he was like, so literally Wolf kind of just, he kind of sort of shoved her a little bit, like, you got to move. Who told him to do that? I think his name's Shane. Shane, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shane was way up the top somewhere. We didn't even know he was up there. I see Shane jump in the air, what? So now, Wolf and his boys are running up the stairs to fight him. Him and some of the Irish guys are running down the stairs to fight them. So we're all being pushed to the side up because we all have bodyguards. Bodyguards were like, you guys got to stand here, you guys got to stand here. I'm holding Carmen Electra like, you got to stand there. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, Carmen, it's safe, baby. Carmen, don't worry about nothing. I got you, just stay there with your fine ass. <laughs> just keep holding on because I don't know what's going to happen, right? <laughs> I can't promise nothing, just hold on, right? So literally... They get into it, but like the bouncers are trying their hardest to break it up. Pete Diddy, one of his bouncers, had this guy by his throat off the ground, strangling him against the wall. Hmm. Right? So they were going, let him go, let him go. Right? And my man just looked back at P. Diddy. If P. Diddy doesn't say, I'm going to put you down, you're gone. And P. Diddy is still dancing on the table, not even looking. They're fighting, you know? And then P. Diddy kind of looks and goes, and that's the only time he let him go. And I thought, oh my God, this guy. So anyway, <laughs> the following day, I saw Shane and I said, Ra, what happened? He goes, he goes, what are you talking about? He goes, them man there had to call us and beg us because we shut down the roads. They couldn't get out it's of Ireland. Ireland. Right, they're not leaving Dublin. So literally, Pete Diddy had to call and say, I say, listen, we're so sorry. And Shane was like, you, you need to know when you're over here, behave yourself. Right, my town. Yeah, literally, like they were, they weren't, gonna, bro, they weren't allowed to the airport. They weren't allowed in the that's cars. That, that's that real gangster shit. Yeah. You're not going anywhere now, but you're gonna stay here now, but there's yeah. no dogs. Yeah, man, yeah. Man, they, they disrespect my island. Peter, they had to call himself. Not even his boys. Listen, please, man. Blah blah. Yo, and Shane Diddy, was like, man. "You disrespected the thing, right? You're lucky if we let you yeah, leave. Don't play with the Irish, boy. <laughs> yeah. That's one thing, especially in Ireland as well. Nah, I don't Do, give a fuck. Trust me, I've got too many stories. I saw that firsthand, <laughs> and I was like, and I spoke to Shane. Shane goes, "We let him leave, but he goes, but he was begging." Uh, he, got, he goes, he didn't just leave yeah, free like that. Yeah, he must have had a couple flat cap gangsters there, but <laughs> with the shotguns and that. No, because the drivers knew. The drivers were like, listen, we can't, we can't take you. Yeah, we'll we'll get, we'll get fucked up. Yeah, too. we're from here. Yeah. And we know what time it is. So we, if you get in the car, we got to get out of the car, right? So that's why he goes, you got to call somebody and make this okay because we can't drive you nowhere. Yeah, that's how bad it was. So what, like, what else happened in this party? Because this party just seemed like <laughs> I wish I was. I've, I've heard like you guys were too young though. It was. It like, was I remember this party. Like, I remember about, No, it was everybody. I mean, it was there was no badness. Everybody. It was other than that. It was. 
it was just the, the fact that everybody came up and sang for Trevor. And showed love. Literally, I knew that Trevor had arrived. Like, it was like, you couldn't even hate on Trevor. Trevor was like, listen, I don't know who else has come to the stage. And then somebody would grab the mic. And then when Missy came, because Missy's very shy, yeah. right? When Missy Bruv, came. Exactly. See, everything you're saying, yeah, sorry to cut you, mm -hmm. is the exact same thing Trevor was now Yeah, no, she's shy. About. She's shy. It was like, it's, it's, it's yeah. amazing. No, like, she's like, shy. Part, she... I just want to close my eyes and feel like I'm there. Like, No, like. listen, <laughs> Missy came out and at first she was kind of just holding the mic, but she weren't really doing that. Because as I said, she's very shy, right? And she was being honest. She's going, yo, I'm shy, man, blah, blah, right? And Pukai was going, no, no. And then when he, you know, boom, boom, boom. When she played that and then she went, to the MI and the crowd just went why then she jumped in the crowd and she's like going through the crowd listen one of the best lick parties that ever existed was that day best to say that I was there because I kind of forgot about it but it was um, it's only really what brings it to mind is that obviously Whitney's passed away and Bobby the new edition film and blah blah and it's like rah I was right there was they were there I saw them have a domestic and then, just like a schizo, he goes back to dancing. Then he wants to start on me. This is like Bobby was, and I met him many years before when he was a bit more calmer. But I don't know, Bobby was going through. Then he tried to have a fight with somebody. That is mad. It was, it, yeah, it was a good party. <laughs> is there anyone like that you've met, like that's passed away and like that you've interviewed and thought, man, I thought I'd see them again, or like it was too soon, or obviously it is too soon when somebody dies. I mean, like, obviously, uh, I was close to interviewing Biggie, and he passed. Right, um, not really, no. I've, I've been very fortunate to, I've interviewed people that have gone on to become, like Kevin Hart and I are good friends. And I knew Kevin, Kevin will always say that I was one of the comedians that used to say to him, you should do shows out here. Like you could really do it out here. Like he was over here, but he didn't think he had an audience. And I was the one that said to him, people love you and blah, blah. And I remember I went to see his, not the last one, the one before, and he was backstage and he said, do you remember when you was telling me that I could do it out here? And I was like, do you remember that conversation? He's like, yeah, like yesterday. Like me and Kevin, I've known Kevin now for probably about 10 years. Oh, wow. I, do you know what I mean? Like, like I, got, I can show you my phone like when we was younger and now. I phone. believe you. Let's call him now. Let's see what he says. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Let's know if you can call him. him. <laughs> <laughs> you can call him. But yeah, no, Kevin is, so I, I've been very fortunate to have met and become friends with a lot of these people that are now yeah like Jay-Z I knew Beyonce I mean obviously I knew Destiny's Child for many years I knew them from when I was 14 yeah. so Beyonce and all that I knew them well like when they were what coming what were they like, like cool man I used to pick them up like sometimes I just I just come they'll come over and I just pick them up and we just go driving places and stuff like they were if you were cool like Trevor knew them very well as well because they would, they would look at him as uncle right so literally they would come to town Michelle will call me and go, Richard, we're in town, baby, let's come. And then, oh, Kelly. And then it's like, even one time I went to when I was in LA and we was all staying in the same hotel and Kelly, she's, she's proper word. She, she, I remember she was going to work. She was filming with DL Hughley. Okay. And I knew DL Hughley from doing stand-up with him. He's a so legendary she, comedian. Oh yeah, good God, yeah. So she was like, come with me, come with me to see him. So we went on set, we was talking and she goes, where are you going now? I said, I don't know. She goes, okay, my car was a driver, limo. Take it for the day, go, where are you going? I goes, I goes no, no, I'll go back. She goes, Richard, take it wherever you want. And I was like, Kelly, she's just that person. I was, many years later, I was doing Top of the Pops. One presenter came up to me and goes, you know Kelly Rowland? I said, yeah. He goes, yeah, she was talking about you and love to you and blah, blah. And I was like, she's always been humble. 
just humble as pie, humble as pie. So, but yeah, stories like. Have you ever met Bernie Mac? Did you ever meet Bernie Mac? No. So, two people I went to meet was Richard Pryor. Yeah. And Bernie Mac. I met Eddie Murphy though. So where? Wasn't the nicest person. Why would you say that? What happened? It was. It was. It, I did an interview with him. <laughs> did an interview with him for the film I Spy. Okay. So they flew me over to LA to interview him, and um, maybe he's a nice guy in real, in real life besides me, but. I went out, went out there with my son's mother at the time we was together and we flew out there and I was nervous. I couldn't sleep the night and I was, she was like, babes, don't worry, it's going to be okay. You're going to eat me because this is my hero. It's like, but I'm going to meet Eddie Murphy tomorrow. He's asked me to come over and interview him, blah, blah, blah. So he's at the Four Seasons Hotel um, in Beverly Hills and uh, we're all sitting in this green room <coughs> waiting to interview him. And then they said, Richard, you're going first. I was like, okay. So literally, I went and sat down in the corridor with her, and I had a camcorder. But you know, camcorders back then, big heavy oh. thing, yeah. You had, to, you had to really tense, right? So I remember she he was walking down the corridor, and I goes, "Babes, film him." She goes, "What?" I goes, just, "She's from Hackney," so she's like, "What?" I'm not filming no one. I goes, "Babes, just, just film him coming down the corridor." So as he's walking, he saw her like way down. He goes, "Who's that bigger girl filming me?" Right now, naturally, you can't talk to my girl like that yeah. at the time. But it's Eddie Murphy, so you gotta have to hold it. <laughs> 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 you, know, you know that death comedy jam? <laughs> you gotta have to hold that one for the team, baby. <laughs> and I swear to God, that's how I said your it. Your head ain't big, baby. Your head ain't big. <laughs> she goes, What did he say? She's looking at me like, Say, you're gonna be a man about this. And I was like, Baby, you gotta hold that one for the team because that's Eddie Murphy. But I gotta interview him. I said, Afterwards, I swear to Christ, I gotta talk to him. Baby. <laughs> Right now, let me get this out of the way first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you get a vex with her, like, come on, man, what are you doing? This is me and Eddie Murphy, you know? Don't, just hold that one, innit? I've got. Your head is quite big, innit? Like, you've got, you've got a... <laughs> and you got a holiday as well, you get me? The second as well. We're not in Hackney, like, behave yourself, come on. Beverly Hills, Four Seasons, you know? Recognize. Those were jokes. Papa, like, I took you here tonight. This is what paid for you to be here, yo. I'm getting vexed with her about the fact that he dissed her, like, behave yourself, that's what he's supposed to do. Right, so I remember she, he walked past us, but she made up her mind that she'd done with him. So she just closed the camera and just looked at him and like, said, "Yeah, say something again, right?" Because she was a little pit bull. So I thought, "No, don't say nothing." So as we walked in now, <clears throat> so let's say we're sitting across from each other just like this. So what they would do is they would, if you watch any interview about a movie, the person that's being interviewed has the backdrop of the movie behind them. So now I'll ask you questions, and it's the camera's behind me, camera behind you. So I remember I came in the room. I shit you not. I said, um. Eddie, before we start this interview, I just want to say that I'm, you, you probably wouldn't know who I am, that's fine. But in the UK, I've got my own show. I've done really, really well. And I attribute a lot of that success to you because I watched you in Delirious Raw and you're one of my mentors and I really got a lot of respect for you. You know what his answer was? Whatever, man, sit down, let's, let's do the interview. I never forget it. He went, whatever, man, just let's, let's get on with the interview, whatever. Right, and he sat like this and I remember, so I've got a bad temper. So I'm now I looked at him, and I, you could you can't crush me any more than that. Yeah, that's your idol, man. Yeah. You got to think, man's watching Delirious on VHS. <laughs> VHS, and then had it on audio on my Walkman, Walkman, oh. right? And literally, that's why they say sometimes you're not supposed to meet your idols, mm. right? And literally, so I sat down now, and I'm trying to calm myself down because I'm so vexed. Yeah, how do I how do I concentrate on this? Yeah, come all that way as well after that. And he's asked me to come over. And right. man's telling me whatever, sit down. Eh? Whatever, sit down. Let's get on with the interview. All right. And I remember I sat there, and <laughs> my son's mother was in the background going, "Pussy, all he's a pussy." <laughs> 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 so I'm trying to tell her to shush without saying, "I'm like." <laughs> 
But what I liked is that she was ready to go. We're like, she's ready to go. We're ready like, to wrap him up. If you, if you, if you fly it, I'm in. <laughs> Say word, yo. Say word, innit? I'm ready. <laughs> Guy like this, like, like a goat. Like, you know, just like, <laughs> right? I'm like, bro, we're going to rush him, right? <laughs> right? So I'm like, shh, hey, babe. But she could see that I'm, I'm the one with the temper, so I'm trying to calm down because it's like, that's just rude, right? Mm. Do you know what I mean? I'm not going to go gangster. It's just rude, mm. right? So anyway, <clears throat> I compose myself and I go, so now I start to ask him questions. And he's just giving me one word answers. I was like, so the film I spy, I mean, that's such a great movie. What gave you the idea for that? Just wrote it. Okay. Because um, obviously you ask a question and you want to follow yeah, on. Yeah, something that's... Yeah. <clears throat> right, we're like we're doing now. Yeah. So imagine you ask me something like, What's you, what you play in the car? Music. Okay. Um, what music? What kind of music? Just music, hip hop. I don't know. Right, it was like that. That's Give me more. more. Yeah. So now it makes it hard for you, and I'm looking in your face. Right, so now you're 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 forced to kind of come up with an art, a question because I've let you know I'm done. And what what you got now? So it's a hot. So it's like you're being hostile. Awkward man. Yeah. Now, you want to wrap up the interview, right? But yet yeah, I'm doing you the favor because you're promoting your film, right? So so then he did that for. Then I said to him, "Okay, stand up. I'm a stand up comedian. I'm still trying to be humble. Yeah. Stand up comedian." Delirious, probably one of the best stand-ups ever done. Raw, box office hit, blah, blah, smash. When are you going to do some more stand-up? He's like, what? Stand-up? He goes, that's like asking me if I'm going to go back to Saturday Night Live. Why would I do that? Why would I do that? I'm an actor. Why would I do that? And I went, maybe because you're one of the best to ever do it. Whatever, man, I ain't, I ain't doing that. And I was like, what? So now I'm just livid. So now I can't remember what other questions, but I just was like, bam, bam, bam. And then I said, okay, anyway, that's a wrap, cool. So now I stood up and I shook his hand. Tight. So, but here to cry. So you, you're me, you shake my hand. He went, yeah, whatever, man. Yeah. He gripped, me, he gripped me like that. We gave you the claw. <laughs> gave, me the, gave me the claw. Gave me the claw. So anyway, to describe it, gave me the claw. And I remember I was like, and I said, and I, so I gripped him and I said, you will see me again. <laughs> right? Do you know what I mean? Because I, I, if I don't grip him, I'm going to punch him. Yeah. So I'm trying to, take it this way and I went you will see me again he was like right I said you will see me again right she now is calling him all kinds of things <laughs> <laughs> walking past him he's a pussy I, I wet him and I, yo this can't happen in London yo when you coming back to London fam what flight is you're he not on? even <laughs> safe in Heathrow yeah. Gatwick Stansted you're dead with me like I give it's it to it's on site it's on site fam it's on site ask about me ask about me like but she's but she's not styling it she's not I'm not making up she's walk, he, she, he, she has to go round him to get to the door and she's going around him pussy he's a pussy that's what he is right and I wasn't even telling her to shush I was just like you got to say what you got to say because she knew I was crushed so then here's the killer now so now <clears throat> I've gone into the green room and I want to cry my hero has just crushed me right the, I didn't meet Richard Pryor Eddie Murphy is that guy right and he's the, one of the sole reasons why even my style of comedy my swag Eddie Murphy the coolness and all that I got it from him and for him to turn around and go you're whatever to me well, I mean, I'm not saying he's got to show me love, but yeah, but you're a fan. It's like you say when you're, people you're follow, fan. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so anyway, <clears throat> I sat in the green room where it says Grime Daily. There's a screen there. Yeah. So now, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, we're back, yeah. <laughs> not, <laughs> not Grime Daily in the Four Seasons. They're like, right. <laughs> so then I'm looking at the screen, and the next interviewer goes in. He's French, right? This is when I knew that Eddie Murphy can be an arsehole, right? So he sat down in front of him. And I'm not going to do the French accent, but he's basically like, hi, nice to meet you. So Eddie must have picked up that he was French. All right. Eddie looked at him and went, 
I can, like, I, I'm not making this shit up. I saw it. I'm looking at the, the, the screen because I'm vexed already and people are saying to me, good interview. And I'm like, what are you talking about good interview? That was terrible. And I was like, that was a good interview, Freddie Murphy. And then I hear him snoring. So I'm, we're all looking at the screen and the French man's still trying to ask him questions because he's, he's... So let's say you're Eddie and you're his PA. So he goes, he's, um, he's asleep. And you say, just ask him the questions. Right, so now it's like, so Eddie, listen, the, the film I spy. That's what he's doing. All the way louder as he's talking. The man must have tried to ask five questions and the man goes, okay, well, that's going anywhere for you. Right, see you later. And that, I felt better because I was like, oh my God, Eddie is really, he can really be an arsehole yeah. already. Right? You've that's, got a bit of a reputation for being a bit of a prick, I think. Yeah. Why was, do you think he's like that? You don't have a talk to you, man. In LA, America, you've got too many yes people. Too many yes people. Over here, we don't have that. I mean, yeah. we have people that will be on you. Your fan, like the British, yeah. the British public, like even if you're, even if they're your fan, they can turn on you if they think but that also, you're getting too big for your boots. But that's a British thing as well. British people are like, don't think you're too big, mate. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I, that's what fucking chop like. you down to yeah. size. Yeah. Size. <laughs> right. size. Rain it in, yeah. Rain it hey. in. <laughs> Right? Fucking Amen when he was on the fucking train. <laughs> Pay my TV license to watch you. Going <laughs> <Right. laughs> on like Charlie Big Bollocks. You better watch yourself. Right? But it's but that's the British the British thing is that like think about it. When we Americans come over and they speak loud, straight away we're like, <sighs> it's like calm down. It's not that it's not that hey, Yo, son, yo, yo, yo. <laughs> like, yeah, yo, on. imagine I see this nigga yeah, working yeah, yeah. on the bus stop, yo. And, <laughs> Hey, yo, bro. That's what we do. Hold it down, bro. Hold it down. Because we're British. No matter how we say it, it's a British sensibility. Hold it down, bro. It's not that serious. Right, do you know what I mean? And I used to say to America, you come to England. Chris, I remember Chris Tucker came over and he did a video diary. He goes, yo, man, no one recognised me, man. The MTV right? diary. Yeah, thing, yeah. you remember the MTV? Yeah, yeah. He's like, you walk through the West yeah. End, no one cared. It's like, um, you know, Chris right? Chris Tucker is like, yeah, whatever, mate. It's nice, nice that you're here. Right? Chris who, mate? <laughs> From where? <laughs> where? For what, BT? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Not, not here, me. Yeah, not here, me. Well, yeah, I'm not interested. Friday, it was good film. Good film. All right, anyway, best of luck. Right? And he's like, what? <laughs> right? But that's the British, and that's what I love, is that we don't care how famous you are. Hold it down, isn't it? Yeah. Right? Do you know what I mean? Right? Because we that's are... That's why we love Adele and we love Ed Sheeran, because they are just... I remember doing shows with Ed Sheeran at Napa's gigs in, in, in West End. Black audience, and he used to do the reggae thing when he would do the reggae thing. Yeah, the guitar. Oh, yeah, remember? And the crowd would go zoop, 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 and he was there, blah, blah. And I was like, look at this guy. He's like, he would, literally would come down there and he would kill it. And now I'm seeing Ed, and Ed looks the same. He has not changed. So once again, I've only met him a couple of times and he was a nice guy, but I like him because you want him to win. It's transparent on screen. It just seems like, you know, when you see certain people on screen, yeah. you just imagine them to be the exact same in real oh, life. Oh, he is. He's a, he's a lovely right. guy. But that's the British thing. We want you to, if we like you, we want you to win. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And that's one thing about Definitely. us as Brits. We yeah. want you to win. And that's why I, I come full circle with being humble. Right? Because if people like you, they will always root for you to win. Mm. They will always support you. They will always back you, no matter what you're doing. If the project wasn't that good, God, I still bought it, brother, man. Well done, man. Keep doing your thing. Keep doing your thing, yeah? Because they because they love, they like you. But if you go on like an arsehole, oh, he's a dickhead like anyway. Mark Morrison kind of thing that you got. <laughs> well, Mark, Mark's cool now. Mark was going through <laughs> stages, but Mark, hey, listen, me and Mark needed a fight years ago, boy, and I remember. What, um, what did he lie to you? <laughs> <laughs> no, Mark, hey, listen, don't play with him. 
Like, Mark, listen, I, I remember I this Mark on my show. Them vocals. All right? And Mark was, Mark put out word. He's, he's, he's an old school G though. Don't play with him. Mark put out word on site. Right, it's on. And, but we saw each other, we faced off. And it was Swear down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We faced off in the club and what? it was all love. What was it over? Like? No, just me being a comedian dissing him on stage. And it was on TV. And he saw it and it, naturally, you know, he's like, what? I'm famous. Do you Come remember the joke? Me. Yeah, I, I, when I said, you lied to me. I said, of course you lied. She didn't know what you are saying. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying that. But I remember, he literally, he saw it I think by the next day, Some G shit. it was in the voice. When I see you, Richard, I'm going to beat that ass. You remember? I was like, yo, this guy don't play around, right? But as I said, we, saw, we was in a club. We went up to each other. Like he was walking past me and he stopped and looked at me and I looked at him. And he just gave me that nod like to say, okay, cool. Because he knew I was standing my ground. And then after that, we became friends, man. Like me and Mark, is cool. And I remember I saw Mark years later. Mark was beefed up, man. He was working out, boxing. I said, and I said, Mark, hey, I'm pretty glad that it was the, we nearly had a fight before. <laughs> Not now. And he was just laughing, going, leave me alone. Because look at the size of you now. I said, I said you're top head off, right? He, if you saw him, he just looked like this. You know, with a shirt, yeah. he's just full of muscle. Yeah. I said, yo, if I just did then, right? I said, I would have easily just said, listen, I'm really sorry. I'm a pussy. I would have taken it. I would have taken <laughs> it out, right? But when Mike and Mark, we had beef, he was slimmer. So it was all right. It was like, it's a fair fight. Yeah. But now nah, he was big, man. I was like, yo, I don't want that problem. But Mark's calmed down. He it was back in the day when he was young, he was just that guy. He was just that guy. But one thing I did respect about Mark is that if he had a problem with you, he's bringing it to you. Mm. He weren't no, there was no subliminal shots. Yeah, nah, he, <laughs> I, heard, I heard he was, he used to get. Was oh, he wouldn't play with you. If yeah. he had something to say to you, you would know, right? Do you know what I mean, and I respected that. I respected the person that was like, yeah, I'm, I've called your name. What are you going to do about it? I just want to clarify something, yeah? There was a beef at, like, one of the Brit Awards. I'm not sure if you know about this, but it was so solid. Was it Boyzone or was it Take That? Do you it was uh, Westlife. Westlife. Yeah, what, I was there. What, what happened with that? Because they're Irish <laughs> as well, innit? And I just wanted to know, because you talk about the Diddy thing, innit? And no, that was... i tell you what was funny about that, right? Because I know Megan and them boys there, and they don't play around, yeah. right? Do you know what I mean? They're really about that life. Westlife are Irish, right? They don't play around either. They don't play around either. They don't play around either. They don't play around All they need is a Guinness and they're in. Yeah. Right? Do you know what I mean? So literally, I can't remember what it was over. All I remember is <laughs> I was standing there and we're watching a show and I thought it was in Carnival. I just saw a bottle. What <laughs> <laughs> Carnival? No, you know Carnival bottles. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like, and you go, rah, rah, there's going to be a rush. You're like, you're in Rampage, <laughs> bro. <brother>. Just wait. <laughs> The by signal. the rampage, by rampage. And you, you actually didn't know where the rush was coming from. So you were just watching which way the, the, where the, the crowd's running. So you were running that same because you don't want to run towards a stabbing. So, right? so like, you're like, which way they're going? Which way? And you, so you start doing this thing like, right, they're running. It's a drill, they're running. Innit? You just start, you're just, you're just hovering around. It's just like a drill. Yeah, yeah, like, they're running, you know, and then you start running. So I was, so imagine that's at the carnival. You know that's going to happen. Yeah. I'm at the Brits and I see. And I said, Ross, and I see people doing that same skip. Yeah. <laughs> I said, no, they're not doing the carnival skip before they run. <laughs> and the Brits. <laughs> and the Brits. When there's only four black people in here. Like, are you serious? I had to start right, right up in this motherfucker. <laughs> and, but the white people were skipping like they were Jamaicans. Like, oh, like, what's going on? I said, yo, right? Everybody's been carnival here, right? But literally, <laughs> and I went, man, go pussy, oh, come on, let's have it, blah, blah, blah. And bottles were going, I mean, they, whoever threw bottles, they were throwing them back. Yeah. Right. It weren't like one sided. Bottles were being fucked. Girls screaming. I said, no. Right. So then it got broken up. I goes, wait. So I knew it was so solid. Yeah. Right. Because it was like, man's dashing bottles. Yeah. But it's a London thing. Yeah. It's a London thing. But don't give it up. The Irish were were catching them on some mid flight. (laughs) 
a ball's coming towards his face and he's on some <laughs> some, some, some rebound deflex and basketball bottle flex. You know the ones where the bottle it doesn't even catch its full momentum, so they catch it and kind of take it around, throw it back. Like I a said, boomerang. Yeah, I said, wait a minute, man's throwing bottles back the same when you throw it him, he's throwing it back, right? It didn't even break, right? But literally, so they were going back and forth when it got broken up. And I remember Harvey was there and I remember I came over and I, me and Harvey had met before, but Harvey was still vexed over the fight. So Harvey's looking at me like this. I goes, what are you looking at like that? He goes, no, no, bro, I'm so vexed them Westlife boys. I said, yo, they're Irish, you know, don't play with them. Right? He goes, no, they were about it. He was like, no, they're on it still. And he was like, I can't remember what was said, but somebody said something feisty to, I think it was one of So Solid. And So Solid being So Solid, they was like, and especially they were younger then, right? They were, they, these guys had just come straight from the road into the mainstream mainstream so there was no media training nothing, nothing. they were just like what did you say fam <laughs> <laughs> no bruv that's Luther Vandross I don't care who it is yeah. like, it's on. I'm pumping you in your mouth <laughs> it was they were on that back then right it was fun to watch because yeah. you just knew that they were from south innit so it's like that's how south man roll right do you know what I mean but the Westlife they, Westlife were on it man they were uh, literally but it got broken up and it was cool but yeah so solid days that it was real it was very real, so solid days. Have you ever been in a situation where, like, you're thinking, oh, fuck, like, a couple of men have stuck it on you being Richard Blackwood or, like... Guy pulled a gun on me once. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, me and my boy, me and my boy Jason, we was um, coming out of 10 rooms. And, what? Um, That's old school, man. <laughs> old school, 10 rooms. And the guy was talking to me in 10 rooms and he was on some friend thing, like, bro, we've got love for you, you know, man, them streets love you. And I was like, right, it's really nice, fam. He's like, no, nah, man, them love you. Just keep doing what you're doing. So I thought he was cool. So anyway, come out of the club now. And like, like Kano, you got to be in your P's and Q's. I'm still not stupid. Mm. So he, we're all outside and then he's kind of walked over there, the guy, and he's going, bruv, talk, come over here. I want to talk to you a minute. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk to you about what? I'm here, fam. That was my exact. I'm here, blood. I'm talking about nothing. I'm sitting here, walking nowhere, bruv. words out of my mouth. I literally went, talk about what? No, come over here and talk. And he was like, no, man, just come over here. I go, no, 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 no. You want to say something to me, you say it right here yeah. where there's lights, where there's people. Because <laughs> where you're pointing to, I don't see one street light. And we're in the West, we're in the West End and there's no street lights there. Yeah. You've been down that road before. And whoever you went down with never came, came back, back out. <laughs> <laughs> never got their jewels back, nothing. <laughs> but not there with no trainers. I'm not, no, you're bad. I know, I know a street where you get robbed when I see yeah. one. Right? So literally, he's like, so he's getting vexed. Like, come to, and I said, no, bruv. I said, if you've got to say something, Right, and it hurt me because this I, originally I would have gone over because I it was generally kind of, showing you love, yeah, that, yeah. Right, but it's just I just recognised the body language. Come over, and I thought, no, I'm not. You're not cheating, me, bruv. You know, them yeah, cheating yeah, yeah. ones. Come here, bro. I was yeah. like, mm, first of all, I'm not female. You're not, pss, I'm not talking to me like that, and I'm not gonna have you. Come Dude, on. I know what that means in yeah, my own yeah. language. Is they're gonna yeah. fuck me up. I'm yeah, gonna yeah, get yeah, fucked. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. I'm not this evening. Yeah. Right, <laughs> but literally, <laughs> so I remember me and my friend Jason was walking down. Jason, you know, he's a cage fighter as well. He's a bit of a sickhead as well. So we're walking. He's following us. So now me and Jason are walking back to the car and we both realise he must have something on him because it's two of us. Yeah, he ain't walking out there by himself. And we're not small and he's walking by himself. And he's on some, don't like the way you men are going on. And we're just looking back going, right, he's on his jacks. So we know what time it is. You're not, either you are an amazing fighter, right? Like a ninja, or you're holding and it can't be a knife not with the two of us because you might not be that lucky do you know what I mean like we've, we've all had knives pulled on us before mm. you've got one knife and two people you're getting rushed <laughs> man's running in yeah, yeah. <laughs> somebody's gonna yeah. take that L like what yeah. like, do you know what I mean so it's like so you must have something that will take out both of us right 
And I remember literally we got to the car and I opened the car door. So he ran up and he had it in his coat, but you could see it was long, right? <laughs> and he was like, you know what, you man, right? <laughs> so it's funny now because we're alive, but... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're, we're, yeah, it's funny yeah. when you're it's funny yeah. when you're yeah. you can talk about it, you're still yeah. alive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not somebody's reading your eulogy. It's like, <laughs> you're really alive for this one. But like <laughs> 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 had a lot of jokes, had a lot of jokes. Had so much potential. So, <laughs> it was just that bankruptcy that messed him up, but I I knew he was gonna come back. I felt it. Taken way before his time. <laughs> and literally it was one of them nights though, because I'm pulling out the thing. And I remember Jason now, I always say Jason had a Bruce Lee moment, right? Where he thought, I reckon I can take this guy with his gun. Right? <laughs> then once. Because <laughs> he kept on <laughs> he kept on moving forward on some <laughs> <laughs> So I'm a disarmy kind of shit, yeah. <laughs> but I'm thinking, I I'm I'm not joining in with this. Whatever you're planning on doing, I already know it's not gonna work. Yeah. <laughs> We need to stop this plan. <laughs> and guess what? Reconstruct. Yeah, bring it in, bring it in, home it in. Yeah, but hear the cry. Let me know what you're going to do before you do it. Because maybe I've got a suggestion like, that's not the right plan. <laughs> Something. He's this, so every time the guy's pointing a gun at me, Jason's trying to edge in a bit closer. Yeah. So the guy realised that Jason's not afraid of bullets. Right? And the guy just put the gun to my head and goes, make another step. Wow. And I remember I went, Jason! <laughs> Keep still, the man. Keep still. Don't breathe, nigga. Don't breathe. Don't do nothing. Don't, don't even blink. blink. <laughs> don't do nothing. Because he was. you could tell this guy's body people before. You could tell it wasn't a hype thing, right? Because he he was rubbing us and feeling bad. Like, man, don't even want to rob you, man, out here, you know? Because, but you're just shining out. You're shining. And you could tell the way he was holding that gun, he's bust it before, right? So I had a chain. I mean, a bracelet that was fake, right? So I was like, he goes, give me the bracelet. So I was like, maybe it was, I did it too quick. But my thing is like, this is four pound, not even five. So I just thought, have that, right? Right, and then, but then <laughs> he had a gun to my head and he went, man should take you a whip, you know? And I don't know why. And I said, you're not taking my car, right? And I remember he looked at me, he goes, what? And I said, and I remember I couldn't even, because the gun's there. I said, you're not taking my car. What was it, nice beans, Benz? It was a Benz, yeah. right? But it was, but it wasn't any major one. It's still the it principle, just, you ain't rubbing yeah. me, bro. You are not taking yeah. my car, you've always, because I already feel, you've already violated. Yeah, violated, violated. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now right? you're taking a fucking Now piss. you're taking a piss. So now, not that I want you to pull you, because I know you will pull it, but you're not taking, I'm going to be dead then. You are not taking my car. And he knew, because the way I said it, and he saw me grip the steering wheel, like say, I'm not getting out of there. Right. You're going to have to shoot me and drag me out of You're going to shoot shit. me and drag me out. We're in the West End. You're not getting far, mm. right? And li- But that's not the reason why I did it. I just so vexed, right? And literally he turned it, because Jason's still trying to get the jump on him. I'm <laughs> <laughs> still trying to creep up to him. Now. Jason's <laughs> to be like this close now. And I'm thinking, Jason, don't play with it, right? Jason would have taken that bullet for as well, right? And the guy went, are you man? And he just ran off. So then Jason gets in the car and goes, let's run him over. I said, Jason, we can't. I'm on TV. You can't run this man over <laughs> it's not that simple. in my car. He goes, all right, you sit the passenger, I do it. I said, no, I will be an accessory <laughs> to murder. It's still my I car. I have a cook by Richard Blackwood out here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not road. I have never killed nobody. I'm not going to start today. He got a four pound bracelet. Four pounds. Make him up. When he goes to the pawn shop, yeah, we got the last pissed, laugh. Yeah. Man's going to go, this is worth 
two pounds, right? Because I know you bought it for four. Why do I mean? That's why I used to wear fake jewelry because I knew that people would be on you. It's like take that, it's minor. Why do I mean? So yeah, it's a little trick because you got to be careful. Like footballers, they're not wearing real Rolexes out on the street knowing especially in places they're not supposed to be because they know that a man's going to be like oh it's a 30 grand watch like no it's a three pound watch but you can have that though (laughs) but you can have it (laughs) put up a little fight no no don't take it (laughs) do you know what I mean man goes pool shop man goes seriously I'll give you a lollipop for that (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to give you money I'm going to give you a lollipop (laughs) with a rapper already (laughs) taken off because you're cheeky (laughs) bringing in that roll it's not even a roll it's just a Lex (laughs) don't know what that is but it's just a Lex surprise your arm hasn't fallen off right but literally yeah that was so that was probably the worst that ever happened to me you get people but i mean those are years ago people kind of calm now we all have stories to tell when you're coming up and when you're making a name people just want to grudge you and hate you because in the early 2000s the gun culture was mad in the club yeah well that's that that's that's what what i'm asking he had it on him yeah that's what i'm asking for you because obviously you was in these clubs and whatever whatever like obviously i was younger well, my cousin and that used to go out, all of that. Like, yeah, yeah, it was real. And you used to hear about people getting shot and all that, the other. So obviously- Regular. With your status, I thought like, someone obviously must have tried it, obviously. Like. I was very lucky though, because the, the, let's say if I went to a certain area where people were on that, normally the bad man that was in the area just wanted to protect me. I was, I, I, I'll give it to them. Like people that I could call to this day that are known names. If I went to their areas, like if I went to Tottenham, the man them there showed me love. I remember they- um, they, I, there was a big fight that broke out in one club I was hosting and literally they were tearing up the sky and a couple of the men them stood in front of me right and said Richard stand here and the fight went round and they made sure it came nowhere near me they was like they goes no you're in our manner you're safe right there was it was always that <clears throat> it was like because I'd never really brought no like I'm not a bad man in it so it's like they knew that Richard's a comedian and he's doing his thing and also I had success from TV but yeah, I'm doing a comedy show in Tottenham or blah, blah. So, they, humble, so their yeah. thing is like, you didn't even need to come here. So we're not going to let no one disrespect you in our manner when you didn't need to be here. So I was very lucky that people, regardless of who they was, I could be in West London, I could be in the area where it's a different man again. And they'll be like, oh, man's here though still. And it was just straight away, they made you know, no one's talking to you funny in here. And it was like, so I was very lucky. I have to say that was probably a one out of two incidents that happened. But on the whole... Even when I went out of London, go to Birmingham, you got, you got to be careful in Birmingham. I remember <clears throat> I did a show where it was the Burger Bar and the Johnsons. Once again, you're, not, you're from out of town. <clears throat> and the, I was in the area where the Johnsons were. And literally, I, um, well, there's two occasions, but one was where the Johnsons were. And then Birmingham, man, they really got it in. They didn't play. Right? Yeah, the gun sick. thing was really real for them. I, and I remember I was doing a show and the Johnsons turned up and there was about 30 men at the door. And they literally said, tell Blackwood we're outside. We'll tell him we're outside. So the, the bouncer goes, listen, the Johnsons are outside. And we, if they decide to rush the door, there's nothing we can do. Fuck. But they, they want to speak to you. And I remember I came to the door and they was like, Richard, man, we, you know, man's got love for you, innit? Man's got love. Right? And I was like, please don't start no trouble. And it goes, for you, you're safe. No one needs to worry about nothing. And I swear to Christ, they came in. They all stood up at the back, watched the show, laughing, laughing. And they left peacefully. And they literally come up to me after and said, love for that anytime you're in town. <clears throat> I did another show. I went into, <laughs> went into the room and the room was ram with Burger Bar boys. Ram like it felt like a dance. And I couldn't get out, I couldn't backtrack because I didn't want to show like I was scared. So I walked in. He goes, rah, black hoodies, man's in here, you know. 
Man used to watch you from when we were kids. We got love for you. So sit down. Right, I'm sitting there. You got to sit down, man. I'm sitting about some lions, you know. You know when man hasn't combed his hair in years? Look at his hair like, how? When, that that drop is permanent. Like, whatever's in your hair is not coming out. It's in it. Right? So I'm literally just, I'm like, these guys are rude. Beards, 10 years old. Beards, just like gold teeth, teeth missing. I'm like, look at a man like, what life are you living? What, what roads are you living on? Like 10 miles of bad road is where you come from. But literally, that man was showing me love saying, when we were kids, brother, it was you who was watching. So once again, they were, and then they went on stage rapping about killing people, right? Because it was really real. And coming off stage, I'm like, wicked show, man, wicked show. Because I'm trying to look, good show, man. Good show, that bar, that bar about the shooting. That was my best bar. You like that? No, it's the best bar. <laughs> I don't want to get shot. Like, it's the best bar, man. When you shot him in the head and his head came off. The description, man. The delivery on that. You got to keep that line. No, man was going to take it out. Keep that line, right? But yeah, I've always, I've been very lucky. I've always had love from people. Hackney, wherever I went, I was cool. So not really, not really. I feel like on that note, we need to get into track of the week. We do this every week. Just literally just pick your favourite tune. Doesn't have to be new, old, Oh really? Any song, just whatever you're from any the era, most any genre, week. anything, whatever you've been like playing the most this week. Okay, well, I've already told you earlier. My track right now is Remy Ma and Fat Joe. Swear to God, that that's and it's current. That track is on repeat in my car, on repeat. I think both Fat Joe and Remy. I, even I think Remy's sometimes sounds a bit nineties in the way she flows. No disrespect to her, right? But she just got that nineties flow. But I think on this album, she really brings it. And I, re- do you know what? I really hope she gets to get a good place in hip hop in terms of she never get to the to Kim's yeah. li- and Nikki's level. But real Nikki's people know she's a bar. <clears throat> yeah, they know she can rap. Yeah, who do you think won? What Remy and Nikki? Yeah, Remy. Yeah, Remy. Remy. Yeah. Remy got it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight. Yeah, straight. Nikki tried it to wasn't do, hard, but it was good enough, though. Nikki tried to do the, the sexy shit, like throw a jab yeah, from, yeah, from a yeah, mile yeah, away. Yeah, like yeah. you're not Hove to be doing that. Like yeah, Hove's, yeah. Hove's got his scars in it. He's yeah, been yeah, at yeah. war in it. So, but Hove can do it well. Yeah, but he can do it now because yeah. he's been in the wars. Do you know yes, what I mean? Nikki, yes. I ain't really seen Nikki get. She had one thing. She with hasn't Lil done Kim. an E for like yeah. Nas and Jay's yeah. did. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. What was he used to want to take over? Take over. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, they went bar for bar. Right, do you know what I mean? And Prodigy and, and Jay-Z, they, they all went in bar for bar, so... Even hit him up, man. Ain't one of you niggas got sick of selling shit, you know what I'm saying, bro? Like, it's proper deep, bro. And Prodigy like, put it on him, you know? Yeah. yeah put it on, have you ever read his book? I ain't read it. Nah, yeah, I, he, I heard his book serious, Yeah, bro. he put it on him in the club. Yeah. Gucci Mane's bringing out a... A biography. Yeah. I saw it, the picture of his hand. And, uh... Yeah, who's reading that? Yeah, Gucci's Okay, one. what do you think of Gucci? That, you know? Do you think he's, he's like one Gucci. of the realest in the game? Gucci. Musically, he has... There's certain things I do fuck with, certain things I don't fuck with. He's, I'm selected. He's hot and cold with me, but I have got love for Guapo, man. Like, okay, I don't, I don't, I don't like him as a, a spitter at all. I th- lemonade. I, th- I think he's basic, basic. He's, I, I don't know why he's successful. Certain tunes that I listen to, I think, yeah. And then there's other ones that, nah, I don't really see the hype. But I understand. I know he's a real dude. dude. Yeah. You, you can see, you can see he's a real dude. He's about that life. You know, he's got a body on him, innit? For, you know, he, yeah, yeah. Well, for the young, <laughs> the young Gigi Gigi in it, yeah. yeah, when they came in and broke in, yeah. and he, just, he popped them off. <laughs> he shot both of them. He knew he shot one of them. Yeah. But it was either him or them, in fairness, because they came in, he was being set up by the girl, wasn't it? Yeah. So he, they came in and tried to shoot him, and he literally had his thing. Yeah, yeah, and he shot one of them and the other one got away, luckily. But he's really... But you can tell he was a bit mad, right? Do you know what I mean? And he went to prison in and out. But 
I just don't like his flow. I think it sounds really basic. It's the cert, like I say, there's certain tunes he's pissed. There's other tunes I'm like, yeah. Yeah. yeah Rebecca. <laughs> Rebecca, what's yours? Uh, Rick Cross, Dead Presidents from the new album. It's or a track, good track. track, track. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Thank a big you. track, ah. though. That's a, that's a big, I forgot about that yeah. track. That track's Cold. hard. That, yeah, that track's hard. Ready? Um, Spaceship, Kanye West, Consequence, John okay. Legend, okay. the live version though, because the live one is just like... You get so obscure with your track of the week. Yeah, I like that man's going to the live version. Because <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> like, the live one... For that one. You can't find that one anyway. Yeah. Vinyl. The vinyl, you know? That's what YouTubers You can't even get... That's what I see. You got to type that in. Yeah. <laughs> now, there's something about live, like when certain tunes live, like... Really? That... I just put like, <laughs> mocking this thing in it. I don't even want it. I'm not even fucking with the comedian. It's one nil. It's one nil. I'm done. Trudy. Trudy, I'm done. No, it's because he's laughing. I didn't mean it like that. I didn't mean it like that. I really. The man just catching it straight, just quickly, really. <laughs> he's looking at him like he's front row at a comedy show. Yeah, he's like, tell me more. He's like, looking at Reddy and licking his lips. You know when the man's getting deep on you, like, no, no, not that version. They're not alive one. <laughs> I don't know why where Michael you was he there when Michael sang that track yeah. no, no. let me tell you what I story this is true shit right so uh, get to the track me and my bedroom when Drake was first coming out yeah. right? this is true shit I couldn't believe it right we're in the car and now he's trying to uh, we're trying to outdo each other in the Drake tracks Drake's only had so many tracks so he goes, you know about Drake? I goes, what are you talking about? Of course I know about Drake. He goes, well, you know about his mixtapes? I go, what are you talking about right? So he's naming all these ignorant shit all these tracks yeah, that are actually out hear him but do you have the track where he's learning to play the guitar? That track is not finished. If he's learning to play the guitar, that track is not finished. Why the fuck would I have that track? Let me hear the track once he knows how to play it and it becomes a song. I couldn't be, the track doesn't even exist. Yeah, man, they're looking for points. <laughs> man said, when he, yeah. not even where he was rapping and it nearly finished. He said, when he's learning to play a guitar. I'm like, does Drake know he did a track with <laughs> I've never heard Drake It's recorded on an iPhone. That's what, so that goes deeper than your life one. It's yeah. like, you know when he was in concert, he was brought out a guitar. You never, no, you never saw it. Okay, it was a big track. Like, when you hear it, you understand. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't saying no more. I ain't saying no more. I finished Man, and I'm done. Standing by his tune. Yeah, yeah, but it's late on that one. Um, okay, what's mine? Um, what was Wiley, speaker box, but just the album version, like, the reason why I say live, you are never saying live again. <laughs> you know what this feels like? Extreme Sports Part Two, man. Extreme, sports. <laughs> like they got me a few months ago. Oh, really? Yeah, like, he said like, that he likes to do extreme sports. Yeah. So we're just like, like just obviously that like, rap BMX. <laughs> and, like, I don't want to go. It feels like I'm getting stung again. Listen, yo, oh, Bernie, Bernie, track of the week. Sky Zoo. Sky Zoo. See now, Sky Zoo Lyrics. is another one that I love. He's got that kind of slum village sound, even though he's from New York. Yeah, yeah. But Sky Zoo, but only mixtapes though. He doesn't really have albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a mixtape. The one of that mixtapes where he's got the Cosby Show on the cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, but I'm a Sky Zoo fan from from the beginning. Actually, I need to change mine. Still, Rock Mars Rosebuds. Sorry. Okay, right. okay. And his new album done. <laughs> <laughs> But which version? <laughs> the, the YouTube version. <laughs> Vid to MP3. You know when you have to copy it to MP3? Like, yes. Like, we get you in the car, like, we. No, Lime Wild. They need to be Lime Wild. Do you remember? 
Oh, when I'm expert. Listen, oh, I remember the blue screen. The blue screen of death. The blue screen of death. Sometimes you download like, something like you like, want. Virus is weekly, you know. Like, some like, people, like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't, I don't know because the police are gonna come. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember years ago, I was in, I was in uh, uh, Wales, and this is when LimeWire came out, and I was late, and I remember these girls were talking to me and they was like, yeah, do you, do, you know, I was talking about my music. I dropped them home. And right? they lived near where we was going and they, I didn't know the way to the motorway. And they said, um, we was in the car and they said, um, do you, yeah, we, you know, where do you get these tracks from? And I said, oh, just records that I bought and I just put them on CD, blah, blah. They said, do you use LimeWire? And I said, what's that? And they said, oh, well, you know, when you just type in a track and you can download, download it. And I said, hold on a minute. There is a system that you can type in any track because we, we take it for granted but remember when you first heard of it you yeah. can type in any track and it goes yeah whatever track you want you type it in and it, you can just put it on a CD and I was like I remember I went to their house I was there for about four hours and I created a CD of all these tracks because I couldn't believe it because I literally typed in a name it came up it just said download and I said oh my good god that was a good days it was what you took, I, I was driving on the motorway about six in the morning tired falling asleep but the tunes I was like, because well, there were tunes that you couldn't find. Remember, you had to go to CDs or record shops and mm. look through. I don't remember that, no. You don't remember You don't remember looking through vinyl, do you? I was born in 93. I remember when HMV used oh, to sell vinyl. Oh, 93, CDs were welling out. Yeah. I remember HMV used to sell vinyl like vinyl, about man. 10 years ago and I used to be able to get the whole album on vinyl. Yeah, it's back. It's more popular Yeah, I've got a, like, an impressive back. vinyl collection now. Really? But, yeah, vinyl. Yeah. Vinyl's back with a bang. Outselling CDs. <laughs> Yeah. I like that. <laughs> really? And you've got the, the turntable yeah. that you can plug into your computer now. So yeah. it can There are more USB interfaces. Yeah. You just plug straight and then just plug and play. I didn't know that. But yeah, I, vinyl. I was a See, fan they're of vinyl. selling vinyl in Tesco again now. Behave yourself. Tesco's. Tesco's. Next to George. <laughs> that's Asda. <laughs> that's Asda. I'll have you know. <laughs> that's Asda. Everybody's got a George. Oh, what's the, what's the Tesco's? Florence and Fred. Nah, I don't know about all of that. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> you know, but you know that's when you stayed at somebody's <laughs> house. It's too late. <laughs> Is there Tesco's now? There? I need to, need to buy some underwear. <laughs> Everybody stayed at somebody's house that you don't know. Am I staying, yeah? Oh, I need to find a Tesco. The Tesco it is. <laughs> Get the essentials, yeah. boy. Yeah, yeah. Man's got, you've got a jumper and boxer shorts, yeah? <laughs> so you just met. Yeah, shh. <laughs> just give me a boxer shorts. Don't ask me questions. <laughs> Three in the morning and toothbrush, yeah? <laughs> I didn't know I was staying. I didn't know I was staying. Uh, yeah, so good times. Any movies or anything you got coming up? Any? No, I mean, right comedy. now, I mean, don't get it wrong, somewhere down the line, it would definitely be more. I've done a few films like The Governors and other films and Another Hood back in the day and whatever. But with EastEnders, EastEnders is very much an EastEnders thing. You, mm. that, you, like, they, not that I wanted to, but you, it's very much you do that. And then, huh? It's, well, it's not even a case of a block. It's just more... Well, if you're working six days a week. Yeah, you're contracted, yeah. to, you're contracted that, yeah. to that. So all the actors there, it's not like... like they. One thing we all recognise is... like, If you're going to do movies after EastEnders, it might as well be Hollywood. Yeah. Because you can't become any more famous in the UK... Like, there's no movie that will make you more famous in the UK than EastEnders. Because EastEnders is watched by 7 million people a day. Wow. Right. So, so imagine that times up by four. There you go. Twenty one, and then here's the madness that you got the the Dave channel and all that. It's and then you got iPlayer. That you know, like um, I mean, not iPlayer. What's the um, twenty eight million? So. The uh, the in the BBC iPlayer. Yeah, BBC yeah. iPlayer. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> BBC iPlayer. Sorry. 
right? You're doing really well at plugging this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to have a job. But BBC iPlayer, so people then watch it again, right? So by the end of the week, you've had nearly 30 million people watch the show. Easily. Wow. So that you, so technically, there's no way you can walk without people recognizing you in a week. So that's <coughs> like, wow, fucking hell, it's under twenty million. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, have you seen Get Out yet? No, have you seen it? Go and watch this movie. We well, at the premiere, yeah. No, I was just at a cinema. <laughs> <laughs> just a cinema. A cinema, but it will make you talk to the screen. Lunar Americans talk to the screen. I saw British people talking Don't to the Don't go screen. in there, man. It was, it was real. It was real. They were talking to the screen, cheering. And it was. And here's the thing. Not even a, a black cinema. We zoop, zoop. It was a white cinema. Right? And white people going, oh, and I'm cheering. And you go, oh my God, where are we? It was, mm. the film is that good. And have you seen Logan yet? I've heard about it. Haven't the little girl in that film. Hard, hard. Those are the two films right now that I'm saying to everybody. Logan and definitely, even if you're not into horrors, but Get Out mm. is a must. I'm a horror buff, by the way. Yeah. I love love horrors. One more question before mm-hmm. we wrap this up. Um, if you could work with any comedian or actor mm-hmm. and make a film with, who would it be with? Bar Eddie Murphy. <laughs> I still do a film with Eddie Murphy. I still would, but now it would be like, because I, I know I will meet him again, but it will be on my time. Like, like, believe that. You will have this interview as well and you'll go, right, he said it, it's really real. But, because um, Eddie Murphy is still very talented. So even though I might not necessarily gel with the person, or maybe it was just that time, right, um, I still wouldn't take detract from his talent. But I would, comedians-wise, Jamie Foxx. Legend. Cause it, and also, see, it's a different time now. There was a time before where comedians were doing well just because they were just funny. Like Kevin Hart is very funny, mm. right? I don't find him that funny, you know. To be well, Kevin Hart is, is, is up to the, it's an acquired taste. Either you like him or you don't. Uh, <laughs> wow. wow. I, I don't find him that funny. I've, I've watched one stand-up and I thought, No, he's really? really funny. Oh, oh. oh, is it on Netflix Dave Chappelle's now? thing come out yesterday. Hey, don't, well, don't, don't like, don't. yeah, no, I'm going to watch that. Is it really good, yeah? But it wasn't it not his show that he did over here? Did you ever go to his show in the UK when he came uh, up? Okay, no, I want to. Dave Chappelle is funny. He's the guy. Yeah. Dave Chappelle is truly yeah, talented. He's very and he's, intelligent. He's that, yeah, he's that comedian. The, level, the levels. Cat Williams. Cat Williams lost it though for me, man. He no, had, but he's still funny. He's funny. He's funny. But then it's again, it's the, the drugs. Yeah. So but, oh really? There's like oh, I'm gonna watch, I'm gonna watch that tomorrow. Yeah, I think. <laughs> He's one of the last real ones left for me, Dave Chappelle, man. Like, no, like, Dave Chappelle, I would love to do, work with Dave Chappelle. Um, Kevin Hart, I, would, I wouldn't mind doing a film with Kevin Hart if it was, because I'd like to be a box office smash. Soul Plane, Paper Soldiers, that's my Kevin Paper Hart. Paper Soldiers was a bad boy film. That's my Kevin Hart <coughs> that I, I liked and I remembered it. When I didn't like. Huh? Soul, Soul Plane I didn't like, but Paper Soldiers. Yeah, it's trash, but that's when, he, when I thought he was doing. You and know you know what? what? He didn't try too hard in, in Paper Soldiers. Exactly. It, it seemed... It seemed a bit more natural. Yeah. He had a, he did a line when the man gave him a, uh, the pay, the envelope and he goes, little light, it's like a check. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right? And I thought, that's a good line because he just said, he goes, it's a little light. He goes, your one's quite thick. My one's, I think you give me a check or something <laughs> right? for a crime. Like, you can't write me a check. BD Siegel was good in that. Yeah, yeah. BD Siegel was very good in that. 
right? The, uh, what they call him? Something bully? What they call Wall him? Street like bully. Bullshit. Yeah, he just come and just kick out and yeah, just kick, kick people down the street. Yeah. <laughs> right, eating was just kicking you in your stomach. But um, but yeah, um, and who else? Um, so Jamie Will Smith, even though he's not a comedian, yeah, I think I like because I I like comedians or comedic actors that can act, and definitely Will Smith can act. I like I. Can you I can act? No, he can. He can. He can. I think. <laughs> he's trolling. He's trolling. Like, coming out and he's like, even Ali. Such a hater in the corner over there. Do you know what's mad? We're out here. Ren's like, last question. Bernie's out here, like, no. He's trash. He's trash. He's trash. But no, he says it like the room's got to agree. He goes, if you can act, he can't act. It's like, rough. All right. I think my ex is more funnier than Kevin Hart as well. Will really? Smith is, nah, nah. Have you ever seen Seven Pounds? Have you seen Seven Pounds? Nah, what was that film with his son? Um, Pursuit of Happiness. The Pursuit of Happiness is a That's bad boy film. Come on, bad boy film. Bad boy film. that film too. Nah, he Pursuit of Happiness. He acted, man. Have you seen the last one he did? Uh, what was it? The last film with he the did? NFL oh, the, thing. With the, the thing. Yeah, it's a good film. You have seen? Have you seen it though? Yeah. Yeah. With Nigerian accent was it? Yeah, I didn't yeah. see. I didn't see that one. Was his yeah, accent? accent was terrible, but he, he acted, he acted. Nah, listen. <laughs> so the accent was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> bad Boys One, Bad Boys Two, Hitch. Hitch. Didn't like. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Men in Men in Men in Black was a bad Hancock. boy film. Men in Black was a bad boy film. One and two. Pursuit of Happiness was Me. a yeah. Slide, slide. That's my tune. No? Men in Black. <laughs> what? What? Men in Black. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was that? The, the fourth one? <laughs> there we go. Is it that? Is it that that you were so confident in the song as well? Yeah. <laughs> slide, slide. If, if you'd come in like... Here come the Men in Black. I'd have been like, yeah. <laughs> Galaxy Defenders. It's like you came with the end verse. I was like, slide. I was like, what? What part of the song was that? It's <laughs> like you came in with it so yeah, hard. Yeah, that's my tune. <laughs> <It> okay. Was, <laughs> on that note. On that note. Mr. Rose about to wrap up. Yeah, I'd like to thank Richard Blackwood for coming down. He's got you back, yeah. He's got me back. That's And that's on tape. Yeah. Someone's going to back me up like, no, they're both... I don't know what song that is. I don't know what song that is. The end. Do it again. Of what? 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 Men in Black. Men in Black. Which one? The first or the second? Don't make me put it out. Which one? Which one? Hold on. Which Men in Black are we talking about? The first one, the second one, or the third one? I haven't even seen it. I just heard a soundtrack. Nah, that's Nick. That's Nick. Here comes the Men in Black. That's from that song. Now she's talking. She's talking about. She. She. You hear what she just said? You sure? Right. Let me get it. The man in black. Yeah, galaxy defense. <laughs> <laughs> Because nah, nah, like, nah. Sometimes be, you know, different. You, uh, you have killed his live line. You have killed everything. <laughs> you have taken the, you taken the, you taken the trophy. Wait. What, what are you singing wait. though? Oh, we're going to the end. She's going, wait, wait, wait. she's going to the last five seconds. Wait, wait, wait. No, I know the part. Wait, wait, wait. Are you sure? Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. Hey, I'm not here to have this out. Wait, 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 wait. Please. I just need to You're part. skipping now. You're desperate. It's coming. Are you ready? 
spit. Wait. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. She's right. The delivery, the delivery was piss. Cause what she she not saying she not saying it like that though. No, no, it, no. She did, she did. If she was everybody, just slide with me, just walk with me. No, no. It was it was a part of the song that no one remembered. But you Don't know ever doubt me again. Nah, <laughs> man. That, if no, she is, she said it wrong. She said it wrong. It's actually that part. You know what? Maybe you're just a rubbish singer. Now you. Hey, Richard Blackwood. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> she came back. <laughs> she saved herself. To up the Apple Music. <laughs> dead. Dead. I disagree. The delivery's pissed. But yeah, thank you for coming now, Richard. It's fun. Appreciate it. What you guys hit me up? Was it you that hit me up on Twitter? Yeah, legendary. Yeah, yeah, no, you guys, you guys are doing great things. So, and you know, it took a little while to make it happen, but yeah, no, this has been worth it. Leave that slide thing. Now, <laughs> nah, fuck that. <laughs> that made it worth it this Dude. evening. I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to go home and play it. Go that bit. Slide. 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 You're going to be banging slide. that in the car. Don't like, play no more. <laughs> Remy, Remy Mark. <laughs> playing slide. Chat bar. <laughs> Chat bar. That's rubbish. Slide, slide. I'm just going to keep rewinding that bit. That but is yeah. funny. Cool. Um, thank you for everyone for listening. We need to do this again, part two, hopefully. When you're ready, man. When you're ready. Yeah. When you're ready. This has been my favorite one. I'm going to say that. Too many legendary stories, man. I've got, trust me, I've got, I didn't know I had so many stories, but just in meeting the people I've met. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know we're going to slide out of here, man. (laughs) Fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) We're gone. That is, that is. Best ending ever. That is the best. Please subscribe to the TBC podcast on iTunes and rate us five stars, whether you like it or not. Also, we are on other platforms, including SoundCloud. If you'd like to email us any suggestions as to guests we should be speaking to, please do so by contacting us at tbcpodcast at grimedaily.com. Watch out for the live shows, which we'll be announcing on the previous recorded studio show. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season grab kleenex and face allergies head on acast powers the world's best podcasts here's a show that we recommend are you a reality tv junkie do you ever think dang i wish i had someone to talk to about all the trash tv that i watch well look no further garbage lover because reality gaze is a podcast for you hello i'm maddie and i'm poodle and we're the reality gaze we talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like the golden bachelor love is blind and tlc's big messy behemoth 90 day fiance and if you're driving to work folding laundry or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports just put on the pod and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gaze wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. 
www.acast.com. 